mayor of Magaville. Magaville, baby. Magaville. Magaville. What's up, man? Thanks for coming back. It's been a while. Yeah, I've seen you guys elevated and blown up. Yeah, same with you, bro. Congrats on all your success lately. Appreciate it, appreciate it. You've been, uh, especially that Vice article, that was hilarious. <laughs> How did one, that recent one? Yeah, that Vice article just came out like last month, didn't it? Yeah, they said the mayor of Magaville is a white rapper. You know, they had, <laughs> did, you know, they had they to had put to the throw white that in on, there. You know what I mean? Did they tell you before they did that that they were going to shit on you in the whole article? No, nah, but I do knew. think the article for them coming already known that they were going to write something super negative being, you know, left. Um, they did pretty good, I felt. They twisted a couple things around that I didn't really like, but, you know, it's media. You're going to get what you get, so yeah. it's a pretty big publication, so I wasn't really tripping on it, but they kind of already come out, and you could tell from just being around someone who doesn't really represent the same things you represent or feel the same way you feel. Yeah. You can get that vibe. You know, we're in the mm-hmm. studio making these songs. I can see, like, somebody rolling their eyes and being like, yeah, you yeah. Know? How many songs are you making a week? Like, what are you, what are you doing like right now? As far as like your daily kind of schedule, are you just re- recording music every day? Or well, yeah, I just kind of like you know in this lane, you really got to watch the news. You know, what watch I mean, the really kind of find out what's going on in the world. <sighs> what do you watch? Well, I watch CNN just to hear what they're talking about. Watch some Fox News. Watch a lot of podcasts. You know, what I'm saying watch. Yeah. You guys got to stay hip to what's going on. Yeah, um, because. It's a trendy lane, so the music has to be trendy a little bit. You know, you got to kind of pay attention to what's going on. But I'm recording pretty much every night. I record songs every day, sometimes 10 a day, 20 a day. Yeah. I mean, I record a lot of music. Last year, I dropped 10 albums. You are, like, one of the few, like you just mentioned that there's a bunch of them, but one of the few, like, hyper-political rappers. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, especially hip-hop fans, they're not really into fucking politics. You know nah, what I mean? they're afraid. Yeah, they're afraid to be or open. Or they're with not it. independent. See, everybody's fake independent. Afraid, or like they don't like like me. Like I, I fucking hate politics. Like yeah. I don't. It's so hard to understand it. There's so well, many. There things. are certain people that don't are afraid to get attached to it and lose the fans or lose what they got. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like a lot of people are afraid to protect their brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And some people like me, it's just <clears throat> I built my brand, including this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, was there ever a time in the beginning where you were scared for that? No, nah, I wasn't scared because just I'm the kind of person that's going to stand on what I believe in no matter what. Just be who so, you are. Um, I was rocking with Trump in the very beginning of 2016. I had the very first pro Trump song. Um, people said, "Oh, it's career suicide." I did a video with Rick Ross after that. Scoot that thing a little bit closer. Recently, just You're did a, just move it. Recently, just did a video with Kodak Black. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hell yeah. People can't tell you what you're going to do or your outcome is going to be. You just got to get in there and make a shake. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At what point did you decide to like kind of rebrand your persona like around Trump? 
Well, it was kind of like... In and 20, how did you come up with that? In 2016, I came out as like, you know, Trump's nephew. That was like, you yeah. know, the first video we did. Mm-hmm. Came in on the helicopter with Trump in the ground. It's just the way you give it to people is crazy. You know what I mean? So most times on social media, if you see a post that would be on a blog site, you know, you're paying for blog posts and shout outs to build your brand. It would usually like at your name. So the second time around when I put out Silver Spoon, compared to my, all my different releases, I said, don't tag my name. Like, make this look like you're just going to shit on me. Like, make this look like that you want to share this and you're cracking the case and you got information nobody got. Donald Trump has a nephew with face tattoos that raps. Check this out. This is crazy. And when it's read like that without being tagged, people got to really dig into it because they're like, well, this isn't a sponsored post. Yeah, this is some real stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, I flipped the game on them, got it out there. But at first it was with Trump was I felt like I was a Donald Trump a rap. You know, everybody was supporting me. Everybody was rocking with me. Everybody saw the big features. They saw the lifestyle, um, but they didn't want to give my flowers. Um, I felt like Trump. Everybody loved Trump. Everybody was down with Trump. Uh, every rapper was rapping like they're a boss like Trump, getting money like Trump, yeah. going to his hotels, watching the boxing matches. Everybody was a big fan of Trump. Yeah. Then he said he's going to be the president, and everybody laughed. So that would never happen. Yeah. Then he became the president. And then everybody started hating on Trump. I hate Trump. He's racist. He's this. Trump's did more for the black African-American uh, African American community than any president ever has. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trump said it's all types of stuff for the minorities. He's did all types of stuff for all types of people. And, you know, people loved him at one time. And then when he got his shine, you know, they hated him. So I felt like that in rap with me. Then as I really started getting into the music in 2016 and really learning about, you know, the political aspect of it, I realized like they just don't, the government is not going to ever tell you something you're supposed to know. You know, like Mm -hmm. we pay for, you know, people getting cancer treatment, diabetic treatment, but a vaccine's free. Mm -hmm. If a vaccine was really going to save you, it wouldn't be free. It would cost money. Right. You know what I mean? The stuff that they kick us isn't true to me. And I've always been someone that's, you know, found my own way. So I scheduled a lot of things around Trump. People love Trump. Trump's a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a hustler. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. So there's By the way, I, appreci- I appreciate you taking the vaccine before you came in. To I did. They said I had yeah. to get the vaccine, yeah. man. I got that fake vaccine card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're giving them out of time. Trudeau's, Trudeau's people over in Canada send them over to me. So When did you get that Rolls Royce? I had a couple Wait, of Is Rolls. that a phantom or is that a ghost? That's a ghost. A ghost. Okay. Rapper with a Richie Rich with Trump's nephew on the front. Okay. Um, you know, I got the big Trump truck. Yeah. Got a couple cars, man. But at the end of the day, it's like all my stuff's branding. You know what yeah, I mean? I brand everything definitely. I got. It's all a business. A lot of people these days just make excuses why they can't win. You know, I got all the way to, you know, linking with Trump, being on stage around him, flicking it up, taking photos, getting support from all these people. I got face tattoos. You know what I mean? I don't look like the normal Republican to them. Yeah. They let me in. If they were so judgmental, why am I going to get in? Mm-hmm. You think rap music's what did it for me? They probably don't listen to rap music. Mm-hmm. So one thing I really did is I turned... My fan base and the 40 and 60 year older people at Mar Largo riding around bumping for Giada Blue. You know what I mean? But I cleaned a lot of things up too because at one time I didn't realize how many children listened to me. That was kind of the thing with Vice. They made it seem like, um, you know, Blow had no success in his early rap career. Well, I mean, I got songs with Rick Ross before that, Paul Wall before that, yep. Vanilla Ice before that, Lil Dirk before that, millions of views, videos in the mil- I mean, that's success. Radio stations playing my music, mm-hmm. you know, but that was like my thing with Trump. They're not giving me my flowers, so I'm going to make my own lane, my own genre. And people said it was career suicide. Now there's 
two, three hundred people doing the same thing, trying to do what I was doing. Yeah. You know, another big name, Bryson Gray. You know, he was somebody who really did his thing. He had some really big songs. We came together and um, kind of like took off from there with the music. And it's like, you just got to stay up to date. My thing is, I'm in the streets with the Patriots, like the people. Anytime you see a blow video, there's hundreds of people in the video. These aren't paid actors. These are Patriots that feel the same way I feel. They respect what I'm doing. That's why I'm the mayor of Magaville. I say, hey, I'm doing a video tomorrow. They ran a shine. They're out there with me. And that's the difference. Before, everybody was just trying to come to a video and get something at it. They were a rapper, too. They wanted mm-hmm. to rap. Mm-hmm. These are just everyday people, not even the wealthiest people in the world. They're spending their last $20, $30 on a T-shirt for me and a hat to be in my video. So I got a lot of love, and I respect them for what they're standing for. Because, you know, no matter what about the money, Trump isn't paying these people. And right. The elections passed a year and a half ago, and people are still out here. His rallies are popping. Still Trump's still popping. Yeah, he's still the president. We don't see 46. It's just it's not real. How much uh, censorship are you dealing with on social media? The censorship is beyond crazy. Um, one thing is, like, I never realized how bad censorship was until you're censored. So sometimes you just hear people say, like, I'm getting shadow banned and censored, and you're like, you just ain't popping. Or, you know, you ain't grinding hard enough, or you just think you're better than you are. Well, when they just delete 250,000 followers without an email or a reason and you're to pay Instagram's wiped, then you're like, huh, well, maybe I'll hit somebody up when nobody knows you existed. I got a verified page, not to mention I'm spending 30,000 or 40,000 at that time a year in ads on Facebook and Instagram. You're so, spending that much on ads on, on Instagram? Ads. Like, so I'd put out a picture or a post. So anytime I put a picture up, I throw 500 to $1,000 on that post just to get it going. Get Got to let people see it. Wow. So, not saying that's a lot of money at the end of the year, but imagine if you deleted oh, a lot of money. <laughs> you deleted, you know, a couple hundred thousand people that were spending forty grand a month with you. I mean, a year. So I was spending, you know, getting my brand built, doing that with the Forge Auto Blow, and um, that's what I was doing, like the float parties, and I was doing like, you know, I had the crazy hairstyles and the shows, just getting that attention. So then they banned me from that, took my Facebook down from me. Then a year to date. I'm 10 Instagrams already gone. So it's like someone working on Instagram to sees me building my page. Whenever it gets to about 10,000, wipe it. Why do they wipe it? They tell you? No, they don't give me no emails or nothing. I literally just paid someone $7,000 a day in London that I have no clue who they are. <laughs> Ask my boy, Tony. <laughs> I just went to the bank and sent someone $7,000 a day to try to get one of my Instagrams back. Really? That's how bad I need my pages back. Because at the end of the day, I'm independent. I don't have a label. I do this all myself. So every follower that I get is a fan, a supporter, someone that's helped support my dream, my my business. Once you take that from me, people get tired of trying to find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then not everybody's mm-hmm. always on social media looking for you. So once you're gone, you just they try to get you gone. So I've stayed relevant. My numbers have gotten mm-hmm. bigger without my social media. So sometimes being banned helped a little bit because you might see my video come across a timeline and say, well, you know what? I'm going to share Blow's video now because I know he's deleted mm-hmm. and help him out a little bit. Um, and the problem is when you get deleted, we all know people in your own camps or do the same lane you're in. They enjoy that. So not everybody's like, Oh, concrete got deleted. Let's go share their page. They like, they're deleted. It's time for us to do our thing. Right. Take over that spot. They they feel like your competition. A little bit. There's competition and everything. So it's very good. Only person really that shots me out, my boy, Bryson gray and my brother, Stoney J360. But I'm saying a lot of other people, when I get deleted, I'll even hit them up like, yo, I'll throw you some money to get me, get me a post to let people know where I'm my new page. And they'd be like, oh, I doesn't need any money. and Or they'll be afraid to share you because, oh, you got deleted, so you're going to get me deleted. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. 
it just becomes hard getting censored. Um, it's hard to build your brand. It's hard to keep any business going. I mean, imagine having a McDonald's and paint it black and blue and with no arch in the front. <laughs> yeah. And then people know that's McDonald's. Yeah. You know, or like people say, like, why you still got to run ads and commercials on social media if you're already famous and popping? Well, there's a McDonald's and Chick-fil-A ads every day on TV. It's about keeping it in their face. Mm-hmm. So the censorship really hurts. What about Twitter and YouTube? Do you guys, you have, have you ever had Twitter or you? I mean, I know, obviously you have YouTube. But what about I never, Twitter? I never been big into Twitter. No. I have a Twitter. It just does it get fucked with. I don't even put on it, man. No. Just the, the outlook of the. I like Instagram. I like seeing the videos. I like going through. But then Instagram made it so hard. It's like you can't see what likes people got anymore. Yeah. Well, they did that because you know people were just capping on all their stuff, buying all these fake likes, buying all these fake followers. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bunch of robots. You know what I mean? Um, but Twitter. I post on there, and it's just like I just post like a status. It's like I don't really get to see much of anything. I didn't like it like that. Um, True Social is pretty big now. I'm not, sh- not sure if oh, you guys yeah, are truth. on there. I'm at like 25,000 on True Social in two weeks. My page, really? Yeah, Trump and them made it. They verified me ASAP, so I was one of the early people on there. So that was cool. you know. So pretty soon when that opens up to everybody, every Democrat and their mom's going to be on there too because they want to be where it's popping. They want to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a million troll Trump pages yeah. or troll 4G auto plays. Like if you go on TikTok, I got like 250,000 followers on TikTok. And if you type in my name, 4G Auto Blow, there's over 150 pages. No way. And I'm just buried in those pages. You're buried under all the fake pages. Yeah, because people just warn my posts. Anytime I post something, it gets worn, 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 worn. Account violation, take down. One more account violation, you're deleted. Mm-hmm. They don't have somebody physically mm-hmm. sitting there saying, well, no, nah, this isn't bad. It's just you warn it enough, they'll take That's it down. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's over in China. Yeah. So you just know it when Forge out a blow post, let's all ban his shit and it's going to come right down. Ha ha ha. It's funny to them, but it's frustrating to me because yeah. I'm like, dang, I just got this post I, on TikTok. I think if you search my name, it's like 45 million views right on my, and on my page. Mm. I have tons of videos in the millions. So you get a million views and just people warning get it taken down. It's not fair. Yeah, I feel that people, you know, you got rappers these days like, you know, I made degenerate music sometimes in my life, you know, about drugs, cars, money, lifestyle, female, whatever. It never got banned, never got censored. They didn't care. I rap about, you know, voter integrity and a vaccine. It's like, whoa, hold up, hold up, (laughs) get it out of here, get it out of here. But six, nine, I like six, nine, but he's like a genius to me on social media. Right. Really? But he, I mean, he'll literally say, like, pull up here. I'm going to California. I don't care what's up. Like, did he get away with that on social media? That's, like, almost telling, the, like, baiting people to come kill yeah. you. And everybody and their mom is putting up gang signs and guns, social media. Every woman in the world on there have, is half naked mm-hmm. promoting their brand. Like, that's fine. But if you just put up an American flag and a couple of the bros, it's like, whoa, oh my God. You know, this is a cult. This needs yeah. to come down. They didn't care about uh, fight comps. Remember all the fight comps? Yeah, they I mean, they're straight a, up porn on Twitter. Yeah, but like fight comps, they don't care about. Uh, let's talk about Portland. They're so worried about January. <clears> like <throat> Portland went on for three months. They done burnt Portland all the way to the ground. They're not circling back, arresting anybody. They're at the Capitol, which is our building, trying to lock up everybody and their mom who was even posted about the Capitol. Did you go to the uh, January, January 6th, 6th riot? Yeah. You, nah, you were there? The riot was no riot, I'm telling you. Everybody <clears> there was happy. Doing a, I, it was not what the people try to put on TV. Really? But I was booked, so I was there. I had a show there, me and Bryson Gray, performing. So like I wasn't in the Capitol, but I was there performing. You were in you were in DC. DC. Where'd yeah. you perform? So mm-hmm. right on the main street, right outside the White House. There's a 
I'll send you the video. You can attach it. Oh, in yeah. There. I think I sent Probably you the about post. about 100,000 people of us out there. Really? Going yeah, crazy to our music. And we got a real fan base, man. We pop out. That's the biggest thing is being yeah. with the people. Uh, it's a blessing that I have 10,000 fans that day that kept me taking pictures and just wandering somewhere. I feel like that day was like a field trip. Like people go on a field trip, they're a really good mm -hmm. kid, and they just get caught with all the bad kids. Mm -hmm. Maybe do something stupid, and they're like, oh, wow, oh, that's not really my character. I mean, they let them go inside the building. You know what I mean? People went inside yeah. the building. Um, Ashley Babbitt, you know what I'm saying, RIP Ashley Babbitt, her fa her mom actually calls me all the time and tells me, hey, thank you so much for keeping my uh, daughter's name Who alive. Who is she? Ashley Babbitt, she passed away. She was a veteran that was there. She got shot. She's the girl who got shot. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> wow. But the thing is, you don't hear her name. You hear George Floyd's name. Right. Not saying you shouldn't hear his name, but he wasn't. The, he has charges and all types of problems that he was in. Yeah, you know what I mean. End of the day, it's like Ashley Babbitt was <clears throat> there supporting the country, supporting the president. Wrong place, wrong time. Boom. You know what I mean? It wasn't like she had a weapon on her and she was going inside of a building. I just feel like was she unarmed? Mm-hmm. I just feel like things are like you know blown to the proportion. Like how CNN is still talking about that. I mean, there was literally hospitals, dealerships, fire stations, gas stations, pharmacies, boutiques, locals, people that might have been, you know, pro BLMs. Their own businesses getting burnt down. Mm -hmm. I've seen people that own their own restaurants. Like they went through and just destroyed it. You know what I mean? And there's not a, there's not an arrestee. There's never nobody getting in trouble for that. They don't even talk about it. Right. They're like they're allowed to do that. Then BLM comes out now. Most of that money that was donated, how many right. black people got paid? How many black people became millionaires? How many people did they bail out? None. That money went to white people and a few chosen black people that were involved in it and made millions of dollars on that. Yeah. How many people what was it like a group, a small group of people <clears throat> who made like Well, one time if you like went to blacklivesmatter.com or you know, to the thing, they went to uh Sleepy Joe's campaign. Right, 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 right. They did. They had to find mm -hmm. a way. Trump's got support. We got to raise some money. But there were a couple people that made millions of dollars off millions. that, weren't there? They're, they just yeah. came out. She was paying, yeah, um, was I don't know her name, but family she paid like she her ex-husband or something, like two million, some people's a couple million. security. And yeah, but I mean, that's not really on the news. It's talked about, but it's like, it's forgivable. Imagine if Trump had that. Just imagine if Trump said, you don't vote for me, you ain't black. <laughs> just imagine if Trump had that on a t-shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Didn't even say it. Yeah. You know, just imagine if Trump was at a, a KKK eulogies like Joe Biden was. Just imagine if Trump's kids had a laptop. Yeah. Just imagine. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is everybody that like the, the vote for Trump to go against him and vote Joe Biden was just like a fuck Trump vote. Like it was funny. Like, you know, people get so mad. We had these songs. I mean, Nipsey Hussle, RIP. I respect Nipsey to the fullest because I'm independent artist and like. I did the whole albums for a hundred dollars each. Like I see the grind, I see the build up. But him and YG's biggest song was "Fuck Donald Trump." Mm. But we can't make a pro Trump song, and it's like that's their biggest selling song. YG is I don't think has a song bigger than "Fuck Donald Trump." When did he release that? Mm, I think that probably came out like right before the election. Oh really? Yeah. So I mean that's their biggest song, you know what I mean? But that whole culture of people now, I go on like <laughs> say cheese and different blog sites. They're all like, damn, where's Trump at? Biden ain't did a damn thing. Yeah, Trump's kind of like in a good light right now. Great light. That's why I tell people when he comes back in 2024, it's going to be the biggest ride of his life because he's already got his Republican support that he got, his day one loyal fan base that he got. Then everyone who really wasn't rocking with him is going to be like, you know, that's going to be the new silent majority that they said we were. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of silent people that are like, I'm rocking, I'm going to vote Trump. I'm not yeah. voting Joe Biden again. No way. 
and Joe's the biggest puppet they got. They can't put nobody else in there right now that's going to be bigger than Joe Biden as a puppet. Like, look at this gas price. People in Cali spending $9, $10 on gas. Mm-hmm. This gas is already bought. This ain't, we didn't buy it last week. We already had this gas. Why are we buying this? Why are we paying this much for gas we bought? Well, are we getting Trump's gas from gas. Venezuela? I think we as a homegrown most of the gas. I thought we were getting it from Venezuela. Well, if we are, it's not brand new gas. You're not getting gas today. They brought in last week. We're not? Nope. This is pre-owned gas. Huh. This is still Trump's gas. We have enough gas to make it. Trump gas. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying this is still Trump's gas. We're not going next door right now and saying, yo, we need gas. We're bringing it in next week for other countries. Mm-hmm. This gas has been here. Well, and Trump was no- one of the biggest people that was, uh, that was pushing against that whole pipeline. Uh, of all the EU countries getting gas from Russia or getting oil, you know, gas and oil <clears throat> from Russia. Well, Trump's was, biggest thing is to make money here. Right, exactly. Give us jobs. Right. Right now, our biggest problem is not a lot of people want to work because Joe Biden was just giving them money. See, a lot of people will get tricked into the system. They want to say, oh, I could get $300 and not work. I'll just do that. Instead of getting a job, busting their ass and making $1,800 or $1,500 or $600. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They trick you to want to stay in that little system. One of my best friends, African-American, mixed Spanish dude, um, he was always around me, had nice things. And he, at one time, you know, he wasn't doing that good. And I watched him work from, like, you know, Wendy's and having a bunch of different jobs. And he lived in a community where, you know, they couldn't make so much money, his mom. And he came to me and said, yo, I got to quit my other job because my mom told me it's making too much money in the house and we're going to lose this housing. I said, cool, you need to move out of that housing and go get your own place, get you another job. And now he owns his own house, works for UPS. He's a driver, got cars he wants. But it just takes someone to say, you could do it. Right. Go do it. You could get out there and do it. Yeah. Not everybody has that thing like me where I say I could do it myself and believe it. That's a gift and a curse. But I believe myself and I say, hey, you could do it. Some people need someone to say, what, you know, you want to do a podcast? I'm going to go buy you a microphone for $300. See if you actually sit there and build a table and mm-hmm. see if you even make a YouTube channel. It's free. Yeah, yeah. See if you even make a channel. Sometimes people want to do all this stuff, but they're so afraid to even make the channel or do a, a podcast. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people would t- say to you, it's easy for you to say you got a rich family. They would say that to this day. I haven't got one rich cent from no rich families. You got no money from no your, money your grandparents? From, never got money from really? my family. Really? Never got money from my family, ever. I bought all my own stuff that's, myself. That's fucking crazy, But at the end of the day, is like if I tell somebody that, so I'm blue in the face, they don't care. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. So that's why I came out with the silver spoon. I got it, da 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 Because people want to hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Tell the story about that for people who don't know about it. The, so the auto the trader start, stuff? The, yeah. The well, my grandfather started auto trader, um, the car magazine. I got sent to boarding school when I was in fifth grade. Um, you know, by the way, they didn't, they didn't mention that once in the vice article. I don't think, well, they, they, they said a little something in there about, um, that I kind of like, you know, have my family that, you know, my grandfather sold auto trader made a lot of money, but the difference is about that is anybody whose family who's watching this has real money. They don't want nobody else being as rich as them or powerful as them. It's just kind of like anything in the world. So with me, I went my own route, did my own way, got my own tattoos, built my own brand. Now, that's not to say one day when, you know, my mother's still alive. You know, I wouldn't want my mom to ever pass away for me to make any money. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my mom's goal is not to just give me her money. Like, my mom had to work hard in her life, and she got money when my grandfather died. She was left property. So if somebody leaves you a lot of property, hasn't been taken care of, 
Well, then, first of all, you got to pay the inheritance tax. It's a fire sale on that property. So your property might be worth $10 million, but they know you can't afford to keep that property. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you $2.5 million. Then you got to pay taxes, and that's through the roof right now. So my biggest thing was I went to Admiral Fairgood Academy. It was a military private school. Went there in fifth grade. I lived in that school until I was a senior. So I wasn't at home eating lollipops like everybody wants to say. Mm-hmm. I was living in a military dorm boarding school. Now, the military wasn't... The, the toughest aspect of it, we just marched around with little rifles. It wasn't like we really did push-ups and sit-ups and all this stuff all day. And um, But one thing Farragut did teach me is to be a people person. Like I could talk to any kind of person. You had kids from all over the world there, all different races. You know, it was it taught you that, like a, a melting pot of people. Um, I never held nothing against my parents sending me there. You know, it was cool. Like, I liked living with my friends anyways. Um, but fifth grade's kind of young to leave your family behind and not go see your family anymore. Um, I never really went home for holidays, you know what I'm saying? I've always been kind of distant. Now I have a good relationship with my mom when I'm older. Um, I think it's because I always wanted to do what, the way I wanted to do it, and not everybody's going to see that. Not everybody's going to see your vision. Sometimes you got to make your own vision, and people see it in the long run. And I'm glad nobody gave me any money because I wouldn't be where I was today. I would have got some money and blown it. I don't do no drugs. I don't drink. I don't do none of this stuff. I'm just a businessman that works hard at everything that I do. And if somebody would have gave me an easy ticket, I probably would be the man I am right now. I wouldn't be. Yeah. I'd rather work for mine. I bought. It feels good to have a Rolls Royce for I got inheritance. feels good to have more than one Rolls Royce for I got inheritance. feels good to have big Trump trucks. feels good to be able to- You got multiple Rolls Royces? Yeah. feels good to give people, you know, my team, pay for their music videos, help help their stuff come together. It feels good to be able to work for different people and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to put some money into you, and this is what you want to do. I believe in you. I got to do to people. It feels good to take care of, you know, parents coming to me all the time saying, hey, my kid's a huge supporter of you, and I'm glad that you don't curse like that in your music anymore, and I'm glad that you got a, a positive message from my children. You know, I, I kid was getting bullied here at Seminole right here at middle school. I picked him up in the Trump truck. They were getting bullied because hmm. they like Trump. So I came and picked him up in the Trump truck. All the kids saw the truck, thought a it was... middle schooler was getting bullied because he yeah, likes Trump? right here. She was a female. Um, I went and picked them up. Um, this is a lot of stuff I do for people, you know, just, just little small things that um, I don't need no flowers or no rewards for them. It's stuff I do because I want to do it. Not a lot of people did it for me when I was younger. So my thing is now, if I see someone really wants to do something, okay, if you want to rap, you want one of my homeboys, I'm not going to give you 20 bands to rap with, but I'll buy you a thousand of your CDs and pay for your video and see how hard you want to work. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll see if you really want to do what I'm doing. You know what I mean? You got to understand this is more marketing advertisement than just being a great artist. You got to have a brand. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're definitely a good marketer. That's I, one thing for sure. I did crazy things with the marketing. You know, I was hanging billboards up. You know what I mean? Merchandise. Mm-hmm. This is the way I just do my things different. So, like, if I hang a billboard up that cost me $8,000, People would say, oh, wow, so I spent 8000 on a billboard. Well, the next billboard, I might cut it in half and charge five companies 5000 each. That's 25000 I made 17000 on my second billboard. Mm-hmm. Then I keep throwing billboards up. If I make a merchandise T-shirt like they used to do in the back of the day and put all the sponsors on the back of it, seven fifty to $1,000, I print a shirt up. I used to think about how I'm going to make this shirt make me $10,000 in sales. I just sold 10000 in advertisement on that shirt before it even hit the streets. Yeah, you got crazy merch, too. Just, you know, Are you just selling like, a shitload of merch? Yeah, merch goes good, you know what I'm saying? Just like with my music. So if I sell my CDs for $10, <laughs> I won't sign an autograph for less than another $10. So I sell my album for $20. All my albums sold for $20. All my fans support me. They buy the album. I double my income and my net worth writing my name. 
How did you connect with Rick Ross? Rick Ross. I've always been a fan of Rick Ross. Um, How I did kinda, you like initially get? Yeah, I'm gonna tell him. you. So Rick Ross has always been mm-hmm. my idol. And the biggest thing is when I finally got to meet Ross and do the song, like the worst thing I've realized in this music industry or any industry is like meeting your idols with their capes off. That's why when I met Trump, I was like, please be who I think you are. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to war for you out here. Yeah. So when I met Rick Ross, you know, for the years I was making these songs, uh, you know, like they were comparing me to white Rick Ross. I made a song called Rick Ross. And people were like, oh, you're cloud chasing, bro. You've been on Ross for like four or five years. He ain't going to rock with you. And I just kept getting on Instagram, and I used to inbox it to everybody and say, yo, tag Rich Forever, tag Rich Forever, tag Rich Forever. They might not like it or see it, but if 500 people tag you, no matter how famous you are, you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. So I just kept doing that for years and years and years. Then I started doing some features with people close to him, my young breed, and artists that he had that were like his homeboys around him. Take him over here to Florida, put him on the yacht, shoot a dope video, give him a real great look, almost better than the look they were getting with the labels. So I would get his attention through that. Then Ross started um, doing the checkers and the wing stops. So I started pulling up to like driving to Miami. Ross would be on Snapchat and say, yo, tomorrow I'm opening up this uh, checkers here. Boom, boom, boom. Here's the address. Pull up. But a lot of people don't think that's saying pull up and get a record deal. Pull up. They want to pull up when it's benefit for them, not for him. So I knew I'm going to support you. So I just kept going to those. And then we ended up started chopping it up. Then I said I got a song called Vanilla Sprite with Vanilla Ice. I'd like to get you on it. So he gave me his people's number. I sent him the song. I was, you know, one time people were saying, like, you know, we were going to do a deal. We were going to sign. And then I got everything done before that. So I was like, I'm going to stay independent. So I put the song out. Even like Vanilla Ice. At one time, people don't understand how I met Vanilla Ice. Like Vanilla Ice, I waited at airports for him to get off airplanes. That's how I met Vanilla Ice. You waited at the airport. How did you know he was landing on the way there? RIP, my boy, Guy. But my boy Guy used to do some like TMZ type thing where and then oh, autographs. Yeah, so like what he would do, he was there the day we all met. He yep, died recently. Yep. He just really? died. Yeah. yeah. He was in the first video out there with us in the back of the car, remember, with all the tattoos yep. on his back, big guy. Mm-hmm. Um he would meet everybody that was He's famous. He's the dude who rode with us. Rode with us there. He's passed away. He died like six months ago. Crazy. Fuck, that sucks. Man. So uh, one of my great friends. But um he would do getting autographs. So like companies would pay for his autographs. So he would get out there. They would say, okay, hey, this person's going here and go there this week and try to get what you can get and they cash it out. So he got real good with all the people. So he used to always give Vanilla Ice his autographs and he'd be like, Vanilla Ice usually does a show on Saturday night, Friday night. Vanilla Ice is crazy popular. You know what I'm saying? People, if they don't realize it, they need to. Like Ice Ice Baby's the number one rap selling yeah. song in the world ever. You know what I mean? He's constantly doing shows nonstop. So my boy was like, yo, we go to West Palm Airport. Vanilla Ice flies in every Sunday. And I used to always be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, bro, every Sunday. So I went there one Sunday, saw him, said, what's up? Went there the next Sunday and was like, yo, Vanilla Ice came to me and said, look, man, I respect your grind. Here's a list of all my dates on my tour. Anyone you at, you can perform with me. I never did this before. But no anyone shit. you show up to, <laughs> I'm going to let you rock the stage with me. Like Y'all went with me to the show. And when we got there. Even in that first video, I was still figuring out, okay, camera's on, camera's off. All right, we talked to him because it wasn't the relationship wasn't even fully built then. It was just nobody gave me an opportunity like this. I'm going to give it to you because mm-hmm. you earned it. Right. And that was before the whole, like, Trump thing took off. That was before you started, like, the Trump rebrand. Yeah, well, Silver Spoon was out. Silver Spoon was, was out, yep. So Silver Spoon that's was true, out. That's true, that's true. It was out. 
Um, but Vanilla Ice and me have great music together still. We did a Ride to Horse since then, 8 million views. We did a song called Rodeo. Me and him did a song with Kodak Black. Um, he's not political rapper by what some means. You know what I'm saying? I Who, Kodak? That. No, Vanilla Ice. Kodak oh, oh. rocks MAGA like crazy. Oh, yeah. But I respect. See, I, the difference between the left and the right, to me, is like you could not like Trump and I could still be your friend. I lost tons of friends. People didn't like me anymore because I like Trump or this and that. Like, just because you don't like Trump, I mean, we can't be friends. Mm-hmm. I can still help you. I can still see your grandma crossing the street, help her across the street because mm-hmm. you don't like Trump. That's not a problem to me. I can still lend you a couple hundred dollars or pick you up if you need a ride somewhere. Right. But what was to me, people just get the animosity and that hate with me. Like, oh, he's got it easy. Oh, he don't have to work for nothing. Like, man, I'm busting my ass for what I got. I earned every accolade I got because you know what? When they think you had it easy, they don't want to give you the trophy. They don't want to, you got to take it. Right. So I got to do double the work. Mm-hmm. I got to outwork everybody. And then I went left field and built my own genre. I said, okay, cool. I've always liked to go against the grain, mm-hmm. right? Because there's no traffic. When you go the wrong way, there's no traffic. <laughs> it's going to be bumpy a little bit, but ain't nobody, you know what I mean? Everybody's going the other way. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go way over here and do my own thing. Then I see everybody copying me and do what they do. It's cool. I don't got to get the credits, but I know what I done did. I know the time I put in, the chances I take. I just believe if you put effort into anything, you'll be able to get it. So to yeah, round man. it up, so to round it up, so the Vanilla Ice thing was cool. Um, Vanilla Ice is a super cool dude, super humble. Vanilla Ice did more for me probably besides myself than anybody in my rap career. Um, like just gave me opportunity. He's never said like, here's a bag of money. You know what I mean? Or like do this. But the opportunity he's gave me is priceless. And anybody who I've worked with has just always gave me opportunity. People are afraid of opportunity. They want the money now. Mm-hmm. Let me get that opportunity and watch how much money I make with the opportunity. Yeah. They, does, they Kodak do, does Kodak do a lot of like MAGA raps? Does he make a lot of songs about Trump? No, I don't think. I think he would of like he saw the lane that was popping. But Kodak Black's already Kodak Black and he's popping. Yeah. But like every single right. day he's. Magging on the internet. You think if you were like Kodak Black's level, if you were as famous as he was or as popular as he was, as he is right now, you would still be rocking Trump all that day. hard? All day. I'm really? Repping, all day I'm repping Trump. When Trump lost, they was like, what y'all going to do? <laughs> what y'all going to do? Mm. It's a rap. Yeah. I'm, my career, I got more plays, more I'm bigger. Because it seems like a smart move. Like it seems like what you did was a smart move. Like you, It you was basically, an honest move. You basically like, like one of the most hardcore groups of people in the country right now are like the hardcore Trump supporters. So if you're one of the only rappers or the only musicians who are like representing the, that group of people, you're going to automatically gain this massive audience. Not, so it seems like a genius marketing A little plan. bit because when I did it, those people didn't have the balls they have right now either. I was out here by myself with a few types of people around the world doing it. That crowd wasn't there yet. Once people are starting to see mm. what, okay, he's doing it, I'm going to do it too. Or, you know what, he's going to say his opinion, I'm going to say my opinion too. Mm-hmm. It takes one person to jump mm-hmm. straight out. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when I jump straight out, then other people start being like, you know what, I get 10 DMs, like, oh, you saw if you pussy, da, 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 da. Then the third DM, hey, bro, I respect what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, my job would never let me do something like this. Or, you know, my family or my wife thinks different. And then sooner or later they're like, that same person a year later is like, man, I'm putting a Trump flag on my car. I don't care what nobody says. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to open the door a little bit for people to get in. Trump is so busy doing Trump. He doesn't have time to this for the local person. That's what I try to say. People to come to my videos and stuff. These are local people. Why these are everyday think, Trumpers. Why do you think these people are so, so bought into Trump? Why do, why do people love Trump so much, do you think? 
Because First it feels off, like he's the most loved most and loved. the most hated. Definitely most loved, most hated. Um, I feel like people love Trump because they feel deep down that he's super brutally honest. Um, he has nothing to gain from somebody, so he'd just tell you exactly how he's a straight shooter. That's why I was so worried when I went to meet Trump, how that how that thing was going to go. You think he might have, like, roasted you or something? I, and be like, who the fuck's this tattooed-up, crazy-looking motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. like, I, you just didn't know what it was going to be because I done put in a lot of work. I done took a lot of risks. I done spent yeah. a lot of money. Even though I might have made some money, I spent a lot of money. Like, I probably spent, my truck alone's 100 bands for Trump. You know what I mean? I probably spent a quarter million dollars on Trump. These videos, Trump ain't paying for them. He's not paying for the studio time. He's not paying for, you know, me to get out here and push my hats and push my stuff. He's not paying for that. So when I went to meet Trump, for the first time, actually, like he done tweeted some stuff and showed some love through the campaign. Like Trump just sent me a personalized letter a couple months ago, thanking me again for everything I did for him, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And my boy Stoney, who's here right now with me, when I went to meet Trump, he was with me, and it was Stoney's birthday. And I remember, like Secret Service, they're real big on like, you know, they think they run the show. Oh yeah, like they're in charge. Mm-hmm. So I had this little um, photo book, you know, what I'm saying of like everything that I did for Trump. You know, the trucks, the billboards, all the you know, the tattoo on my leg, you know what I'm saying? All bunch of stuff in there. And um, they were like, you can't bring that in there when you talk to Trump. I'm like, why? They're like, can't bring, can't, can't even give him your pen to sign something because you could poison the pen. You know, they, you, they're very, oh, yeah. so they're, serious, they're yeah. very serious around Trump. I mean, you know, President of the United States at the yeah. time. What was no, the event you were at, you met him at? So it was at a Sarasota rally. Okay. And I mm-hmm. helped with a lot. They had put my truck inside. So even like right now, when Trump has a rally, I called our campaign managers and they say, blow, okay, cool. I got my seat in the front. They got my truck in there the night before. Like Trump shows a lot of love to me. He doesn't have to do that, but yeah. it's like, lets the people know that I rock with blow. I know he had a, uh, he had a, some sort of a fundraiser in Bel Air. Like when he was, when he was still president. And I remember he, he was going to land his helicopter on the golf course, but they wouldn't let him because they were afraid somebody was going to like shoot a rocket launcher at it or something. So he actually had to drive his, they actually had to drive him all the way from fucking Tampa to the, to the golf course. And it was at the Pelican. And uh, I know a guy who's a member of that and he went to it and he said it was like, he was charging something crazy, like 50 grand for a handshake. Uh, well, for, hey, if you could get all, it, get it. Yeah. yeah. If you could get it, get it. And but all these people were there paying uh, for it though. If you could get it, get it. So, Quick, I was saying, so when I went in to meet Trump, as soon as I got in, bam, he knew what time it was. You see, appreciate all the work you did for me. You know what I mean? I said, I got a little book. I want you to sign some stuff, show you some stuff. And the people said, we already said you couldn't do that. And Trump looked at him and goes, where's the book at? So Stoney, who's over here in the cut, he was outside with the book waiting on me, right? And he, yeah. he came in, and he's a MAGA rapper, and he wasn't like, you know, it's my brother. He wasn't hating on me like, he wants to meet Trump. And I wasn't hating either. So when he came in, Trump saw him and said, I like that merchandise. I like that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt from? It said Trump and it had the goat on it. And he goes, that's Blow's merch. So Trump said, get up here and take a picture with me ASAP in that shirt because I love that shirt. And they said, y'all get Blow uh, Forgiato's information. They call it Blow Forgiato. Get Forgiato's information and I need you to send me these shirts. So the next day, I, over to Bed Minister, I sent him some CDs medallions, teach all my stuff. I sent him a big merch pack. Like I said, President Trump, mm. I'm going to send him everything I got. You Hell know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put some crazy stuff together. I sent him like 20 hats, all my merchandise. And then like two weeks later, I got a personalized letter back from him. You know what I mean? So if somebody's rocking with you, it's like, thanks for the merch, keep it moving. They're not going to say, yo, send that kid a letter. Right. At the end of the day, Trump sees like, if you're a Republican and you out here doing your thing and you're a Trump supporter, that's amazing. But most of the people at that time were voting for Trump were already voting for Trump. The stuff they're sharing is going to Trump supporters already. Mm. Here's somebody like me, Bryson Gray, J360, Stoney Dubrow, 
our followers are not voting for Trump. And we're red-pilling people with our music. I'm red-pilling people with my events. What do you mean by that? Making them Trump support a red pill. Get them on the red side. You know converting them to Trump? Yeah, Republican, re- converting them. I mean, a lot of people, it's not But it's like, not really Republican. No, because I say that. So, like, well, a lot of people term Republican that like Trump. But I was, like, on our rap, we only have someone to talk about, so we take shots at Democrats and this and that. But Democrats for Trump helped Trump in 2016 win the election. You know what I mean? If Trump wins in 2024, which he's going to win, Democrats are going to have a big part of it. Because the Democrats that voted for Joe Biden, they're not all going to switch over to Republican. They're just going to vote Republican. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what they're going to do. So um, 2016 had a lot to do with the Republican Party. I mean, the Democratic Party helping Trump win. But I'm just saying, so we do events. When people come out to our events, they're like, wow, this is cool. I mean, my camera crew, they're African-American. You know what I'm saying? They come out to the events. It's really no, They're like... At first, they're looking like, okay, like, you know, this is starting to get crazy. You know, I'm doing rallies. My first rallies were like 200 people. Next thing you know, I'm throwing one in Miami. 20,000 people are there. So my team, everybody's like, you know what I mean? This is getting crazy. And then they would come out there and people would say like, hey, what's up? They would say their name to them. They'd be like, how do you remember my name? I met you last week with Blow. Like, they realized that people genuinely cared about them, you know, and it was like a really good vibe. And they're all like... You know what I mean? It made them realize, man, ain't nobody ever gave me a hug and say they love me in 20 years. You know, that's crazy. I, lo- I love this. I love this. I love being around this. I love seeing this. So sometimes you just got to get out there and be around firsthand and see, like, you know, mm-hmm. the energy. Like, if I brought my Trump truck to a BLM rally, I guarantee as soon as I pull in, it's going down. <laughs> yeah. It's going down. Yeah. Right? Which is cool, but it's going down. So when we're in D.C. There's no more BLM rallies, are there? I don't think so, but no, I'm saying like when we're in D.C., people <clears throat> like me and Bryson Gray, we're making this music for everybody, everybody's love it, and Tifa got us on their hit list, publicized hit lists. Like you see Forge Out or Bryson Gray, you take them out, and we still in D.C. popping out. We ain't got no, imagine if I had a hit list of people when I'm riding around with my yeah, hit list, like yeah, I'm going to jail. Crazy, man. So it's like we go through a lot, not to mention they say, oh, you're grifting, this is a grift, right? You guys are just making money off that red hat. And the 2016, nobody was doing it. This is the place I could get a cosign from you that wasn't a grift. I was the only person doing it. There was not making no money. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting no money. I wasn't getting book shows off it. And if Trump would have lost, and they say he did, why do we stop if it's just about a grift? Do you think you'll ever run for office? Mayor, definitely. When I'm you 40. run for mayor? Yep. What about governor? Maybe that'd be in my <clears> 50s. <throat> you know, my biggest thing is like if I'm going to put my mind to, do, to it, I'm going to do it. Like, right now, I work with some campaigns. You know, Christine Quinn, she's running for U.S. Congress here in the 13th District. I'm backing her. Christine Quinn. Christine Quinn. Christine Quinn. I'm voting for her. She's Republican. If you're going out here, make sure you vote for Christine Quinn, District 13. My thing is, you know, I can't be, you know, when I'm 40, that's like when I'm done with, like, the regular rap music and everything. I'm not going to be pushing my rap CDs when I'm 40. It's a great time for me when Trump will win 2024. That will give me where I, about, about time I'm 40. How old are you now? 37. 37, okay. So, so three I got years. three years, you know what I'm saying? Which, not putting an end to my music, but it's like I've lived every single day. The first 10 years of my rap, my rap career, rapping, like every day. Studio, how am I going to make it? Then 2016 on, it was like, how am I going to help Trump? Like, I, I don't have fun. I don't do family events. I don't go out and spend time. Like, my life has been consistent in rap music and trying to blow. So How you, am I going to make it? When am I going to make it? You enjoy the politics more than you enjoy the music? Yeah. Well, I enjoy the people. 
more I enjoy the music. So, like, I like getting into, like, you know, no vaccine, this and that. And I like to see, like, I go to a place and there's 500 people out there with me saying, yeah, I'm with you, bro. Like, yeah. I like the family side of it. Like, MAGA's family to me. It's been a lot of people hit me up. And, um, you know, I might sell my merchandise. I might pull up with my merchandise one day and say, look, here's 100 free hats. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just how I feel that day, what I'm doing. What do you think makes those people the way that, like, what, what is it about the I think MAGA being, people? Like, I think why being, do they? I think being, I already I cut you off, but I think it's being involved with something that they're accepted in. I feel like these people that are here, they're tired of the bullshit, yeah, but it's like, it's a family vibe. Yeah. I feel like some of these people are just like lost souls or left to do whatever sometimes. Cause it's not just like rich, wealthy people at these events. Right. There's people that literally go to a Trump rally a week before and sleep outside front row Joe's for a five days straight to get in. Then somebody like forge out a blow, walks up, calls somebody and my seats right in front of their seat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? These guys are out here sleeping. Like I respect that. When these rallies go on at most of these events, like CPAC and all these places, all your rappers are inside flicking it up. I'm across the street with the Patriots outside with my Trump truck, waving uh-huh. flags and out there doing my thing, holding the people down because that's who I'm with. I'm with the people. The people made me. The people shared my music. People bought my music. The politicians didn't. Uh-huh. These people helped me. These people believed in me. These people didn't judge me. So you you would say like your goal is to convert as many people as possible in, in America to the like MAGA ideology or way of thinking um in some ways in some ways yeah i mean it's, it's not my everyday goal my Don't goal is just like, like sorry, go my goal is just to do me like you know nobody tells me what to do i do what i want to do trump doesn't give me like a checklist of things i need to go do mm-hmm. ronda sanchez i got a huge trail with ronda sanchez i just saw him at frenchies in clearwater beach did you really yeah like you when know was I, that? I got a picture um well, a week ago he was doing the event i pulled up with my trump truck on my trailer like these dudes show me love, you know what I'm saying? It's not like they're like, yo, blow, what's up? Let's hit the cookout. But they're like, blow, I love the trail. I love what you're doing. Thank you. He's gangster because he's like, he. it seems like he does what he wants to do. He doesn't mm-hmm. like really like, he's not like a fucking Rick Scott. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Fucking. Well, a big thing is too, is you got to look. So like, I got tons of love for the Santas. I hope DeSantis will be a great president one day. I, you know, he needs to wait till Trump gets four more years, then we get eight years of DeSantis. A lot of people like them on the same ticket, but they're both Florida residents, so they can't run together. A lot of people don't know that, can't run. But You think Trump yeah, will be a better president that. than DeSantis? Yeah, but I think Why? DeSantis, because Trump, <clears throat> Trump's Trump. DeSantis is still becoming who he is. Like you gotta, That's what I was trying to say a minute ago. DeSantis, COVID made him famous. Yeah, but DeSantis is a veteran. Trump's a, he dodged the draft. Man, Trump's a hustler. He's a draft dodger. Nah, nobody like were you <laughs> there? Were you, but I'm saying, were you there when he actually did the drafting and dodged no. it? No. Hmm. So like, I'm a spoiled rich kid from St. Pete, but yeah. I'm really not. Right. But people are gonna say what they want to say. Yeah. Trump self-made. He got millions of dollars from his family. Well, let me give you a million dollars. See what you do with it. Right. Let me see how much you come back with. Yeah, he definitely. No, I you watched. Know what his, I mean? Have you seen it? So, have you seen his documentary on, yeah, Netflix? on Netflix? Even though they kind of shit on him, they kind of like. Pay, they're at the always end, gonna they, shit on all but of us. It's still what he fucking did was amazing. So my thing is with the Sanchez, he got famous during COVID. He was a great governor, mm-hmm. but standing up for COVID, you know what I mean, made him yeah. real big. Well, who was behind him had his back that whole way? Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump kind of shit so, on him towards the end. Mm, Trump so was kind of like, Biden, they were asking if him about Joe him. Biden was in there right now, 
And with the way he feels about it, I don't see the governor going super hard. Now, DeSantis has really turned it on because he knows that he became who he became. Right. I'm not taking nothing from DeSantis. I love DeSantis. But I'm trying to say is Trump had a lot to do with that help of DeSantis becoming DeSantis. Sure, I sure. think DeSantis might be, after Trump, maybe the greatest president that we're going to have coming up. Mm-hmm. But you got to give Trump his four more years. You know what I mean? Trump got, he really got stripped of these four, right? Yeah. So you need to let Trump get in there. And I feel like DeSantis, I don't want to lose him in Florida. Yeah. I don't want the Sanders to go nowhere. Yeah. This is why they're all moving here. They know Florida's strong. Yeah. So all these people are like, oh, they're moving to Florida because Florida's great. They're moving to Florida to pull off the big scam again. I think the one thing Trump has that DeSantis doesn't have, DeSantis has got like the looks. He's got everything. He's got like the look. He's got the persona. He's got the confidence. He's got, I think he's got everything it takes to be a good president. I mean, he's like, if you think of like who you want to represent the country, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, you think as far as just like being articulate and like like carrying yourself well and look, you think like Obama, like that that's the guy that you uh, would originally like. Uh, I'm saying like put away all uh, everything. Obviously, hell no. Obama did a lot of fucked up shit, like tons, he, tons of fucked up shit. Trump did more for the African Americans than but Obama he was a, did. He was a super good like speaker, Great carried speaker. himself well. As Joe Biden would say, he's, he's like, the cleanest black man ever. Right? That's about yeah. racist as it gets. Did he really say that? Yeah, but then. DeSantis is kind of similar to that. DeSantis is a fucking great talker. He's young. But Trump's got the thing. The thing I think Trump has is he's... Trump's a maverick, bro. He's super smart, and I think he's really good at dealing with people. And he got the ace. He's really good. Trump's everything. No one's ever dealt with more people. Like, no one... Like, first president to ever meet Kim Jong-un. That was crazy. Now, a president... That's why I rock with Trump. My boy went all the way over there. Someone just could have got banged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Could have went over there and just like, boom. Like, you're dumb. You got off this plane? That was gangster. Gangster. That was gangster. But what I say is like, DeSantis says, we can't use all of our eggs one time. But don't you think... He's our next card. What I'm getting at is like, don't you think that the polar... Like, how do you bridge the gap with the polarization? Like, he fucking... He well, he one thing I will say, you say a bridge in the gap. Trump, yeah. That gap's back because the media tears you apart. Like For Trump. sure. So the media's made this huge gap in the Trump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's closing because they're seeing nothing's doing yet. Now, DeSantis, he's did a really good job. I would say, like here, you got whites and blacks like DeSantis. Democrats and Republicans like DeSantis. You know what I mean? A lot mm. of people don't really know too much. I remember the first time I met DeSantis, I was still on my way. Like, Where's Trump? He walked, I, I was going to take a picture of him all, and I was just like, you know, mm. where's Trump? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But then I really looked back, and I was like, damn, that was the Santa's I messed up. Because, mm. like, I, you know what I mean? Because I was just coming in the game. I was just learning. Mm-hmm. This is maybe, like, you know, two and a half years ago. I was just more focused on MAGA and Trump. It was bigger. Right. You know, and then I realized, like, okay, well, DeSantis is a big part, and he's yeah. doing a lot of good things, mm-hmm. putting off for our home here in Florida. And I like that he stood up towards a lot of things. So I just went and did some big stuff for DeSantis. I made a song called Hey Disney. I sampled Pink Floyd. They sued me. They pedos. Did they really? Yeah, they gave me a copyright and everything within a week, which is crazy. Because Did they give you a cease and desist first? They no, sued you. No, just straight sued me. Uh, Damn. Roger Walters or Waters, whatever it is. Yeah. So I put on TikTok. <clears throat> I started doing millions of views, and everybody kept tagging them on the left. So like, I went to Disney, right, because I was supporting Trump on the Don't Say Gay Act, right? Mm-hmm. So like, my biggest thing is I ain't a gay hater. You know what I mean? If you're going to be gay, you can just be gay. You don't need to like have a big sign that says, I'm gay, and I need to give you extra attention. If you're white, you don't need a big sign that says, I'm white privilege or black. I'm black. I need privileges. You know what I mean? We're all equal. All lives matter to me. So when I went there, it's disgusting to me. Like right now, if I got off this, out of here, school bus gets out, right? And us three walk up to 
seven and eight year olds and say, y'all masturbate today? <laughs> What's going to happen? I'm against some shit. Yeah. They're allowed to do that in school? These these teachers in first, second, and third grade want to be able to have transvestites come in, uh, dress uh, cross-dressers come in and perform and talk to the kids. They want to add this stories like this to the school books and curriculum. Let a parent discuss to their children what that is. That's a parent's job to do. And it might not be in Wait, first or second and third dr- grade. if they masturbated? Yeah, that's a new thing. They got a new thing coming out where really? they're going to ask students to masturbate three to five t- times a week. What? Because it's going to help the stress You got to find this. The stress levels. They got all types of stuff Where did going you see on. this? It's on the news. On TV, you can read about it. It's everywhere. You got to find this shit, Austin. The, I got to the, see this. Their biggest thing is, you know, they're sex ed. They're starting real young and trying to tell kids that it's okay. But the difference is, if me and you were two boys sitting at home in first, second, or third grade, and Aladdin comes on and the boys are making out. If the what comes on? Aladdin comes on and two boys are making out. Well, two boys in first, second, and third grade just might kiss because they think, well, mm-hmm. I saw it on the TV. So yeah, I guess yeah. that's what's supposed to go on. That's not supposed to go on. That teacher, whoever it is in the movie, has no right to teach the children that. Right? right? They have no right. The parent has the right at the end of the day. And if the parent doesn't do their job, then that's on the parent with their kids. Mm-hmm. Or at least let them get to high school. Like first, second grade shouldn't be talking about what's trans and what's gay. So I went out there. We did the big pedal world. I did a huge video at SeaWorld uh, outside of Disney there. I had about... Um, Times Union. I had about 500 people show up out there, and it was crazy. And within a week, Pink Floyd stripped my video. The request inquires about any requirements for health and physical education instructors to define very specific sex acts, including masturbation, masturbation, vaginal sex, oral sex, and anal sex. What is that? I don't know what the fuck this is in reference to. The parents' union? There's a parents' union. Well, so pretty much what it is. Okay, mystery group seeks all the sex education details from local scoops. An anti-LGBTQ law. So what (laughs) they call it an anti-LGBTQ. DeSantis, what he did is he passed his law saying that, you know, he's not banning gays, but he's banning, you know, to say, talking about being gay in first, second, or third grade. Nothing wrong with that. And the left's fighting back on him saying that's wrong. That these kids, you know, I've seen videos that, uh, like, you know, Instagram of a woman having a newborn baby, male, and saying, this is my son, and he's going to be gay, and he's going to be great. And then she stops and goes, you got a problem with that? And I'm looking like, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, I got a big problem with that. But the way she was doing it, she says, well, you guys hold your little daughter and say, oh, she's beautiful. Have to lock her up when she's 16 because she's going to break somebody's heart. Or this kid's going to be a cutie. He's going to have all the girls. So what's wrong with me with my baby already saying that he's going to be gay? Mm. It's a lot wrong with that. Mm-hmm. A lot wrong with that, putting that onto a child like that, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, so I sure. just came out with that, and Pink Floyd sued me. And um, <laughs> Which is crazy is the beat was sampled, and uh, they had all rights to take the video down. So then I redid a whole new beat, put the audio to it, and they still copywrote me, which is crazy. Is this on YouTube? Yeah, I own the song. You don't make the words. You know what I'm saying? They're my yeah, words, right. my new beat. But right. that's a problem with being independent. I've got a number that's like, yeah, I'll talk to YouTube, please. Right now, I can't even get a hold of YouTube. Even though I got my 100K subscriber plaque, it took years to get that from them people. They don't want me to have none of that stuff. Yeah, but at least YouTube hasn't banned you. Nope, but they demonetize a lot of stuff. So yeah, they say too. like, oh, you're making so much money on this topic. The video's out, but I'm not making no money because they demonetized it. Right. 
So yeah, I'm rapping about no vaccines for money, but they can't make money on it because it's demonetized. What is this, Austin? What's the title of this article? And also, where did the don't say gay even come from? I don't even think that, does the bill even actually say the word, the, the, is it? Yeah, DeSantis has it in there. He, much, he has it in there? Yeah, oh, okay. like the teachers can't talk about that type of stuff. Oh, okay. Well, they were outraged. And then they have the, um, uh, so like we were at Disney. I'm not sure if you really paid attention, but there's a lot of stuff in these movies mm-hmm. that's crazy. Like, I have some stuff I could probably take a picture and show you. Like, I got a picture, a screenshot of Toy Story. And while all the anim- uh, the characters are looking up, the shadow is like somebody getting a blowjob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but then again, say us three were creators of movies and drew stuff. We could be sitting around like, watch, we'll put this in here. No one's ever going to see this. I'm going to put a dick this. in this thing. <laughs> you know? But that's what they did. So I'm not really putting it a thousand percent on Disney. Yeah. But it's out. Mm-hmm. And it's to the kids. Right. And then this, you hear the stories of what goes on. Little Mermaid was taken down because it had dicks on the um, thing. I got a Mickey Mouse gift card that somebody showed me that the bottom of like Mickey Mouse's dress is just a dick and two balls because mm-hmm. there's no legs on it, just like two balls, a dick, mm-hmm. and then her. But this does facts. Yeah. Why are they fact-checking that? So I stand with DeSantis on that. Don't, and I mean, a thousand percent everything DeSantis does. Another thing about Trump is, man, him. he was so good for business for like the media. For like everybody. the media made so much money All on business. him. Even even like small YouTubers who did political commentary. Like I know a guy. I know a couple of people who are like left-wing YouTube commentators on politics. All I do is talk politics, and they were getting way more views, way more subscribers when they were basically just they weren't getting banned, watching though. every time Trump went live from the White House and talked. They'd just fucking pipe in the live stream into their live stream and have themselves in the corner. Just like every time Trump would say something, they would just make a comment on it. Or yeah, good talk or bad, it. but it was just Trump right. gave people opportunity to definitely make money. But are those people that they ever get demonetized or deplatformed? Um, Even if they were pro or not did, Trump, yeah. I'm just saying they did. Well, on Twitter, it, it not sucks. on YouTube. The de- you know that sucks. They demonetize, and so the yeah, copyright suck. I got from Pink Floyd was my first strike on my account. So, I mean, that was the first one that I got. And it did what it was doing. I mean, that's where Vice is with me. It got me to Vice write up. It made the Vice interview. Vice is coming back doing a video documentary on me for the YouTube channel like, really? in a week and that's a half. Cool. Oh, that's cool. I hit y'all up. Y'all can pull up with the cameras. You want to do some behind the Hell scenes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Hell yeah. But um, my biggest thing is like, not everyone's, just because someone is like trying to mean I can't do a podcast or I can't agree with them or I can't go out to lunch with them. That's what people get so big into. And that's but what it's Trump, the, it's Trump did. It's not the same on the other end, though. Like, if, if there's somebody who. Just because you can say you can go hang out with anyone who's not a Trump supporter, someone who's not they a Trump can't. supporter, they won't go out and hang out with some oh, like man. hardcore MAGA person. I got the freaking Trump truck, and I mean, people lose their minds. <laughs> yeah, lose their minds, lose their minds. Like you know what I mean? Like disgusted, lose their minds. Austin, pull yeah. up that truck. Can you pull yeah. a picture up? Where can we find the a good picture? Of it? Just Google. Or just type in yeah, Forge Auto Forge Blow, Truck. Blow Truck. I got, Trump truck. I got me and Roger Stone on there from Patriot Sweet video. Oh yeah, my god, is. that fucking video is absolutely bananas. Yeah. You got yeah, fucking Roger Stone. Go down to the right right there. Go back. One more over. He's got Roger Stone crip right, walking in front of his left, truck. To the left, to one the left, more. Right there. Yeah, that's me and Roger Stone. My dog right there. <laughs> Play this video. What's this video called? Patriot Sweet. What? Patriot what? Patriot Sweet. Patriot Sweep, pull that up on YouTube. I want to. Sh- I got to show this video of Roger Stone dancing. How did you get a hold of Roger Stone? <laughs> so I just put a new one out in Matt Gates too. I don't know if you've seen that. But uh, we have Roger Stone. So, like, that's what I try to tell you. These people that are running and they're good friends of Trump, they see me, they like what I'm doing. They're they like, they, they, fuck, yeah, they like fuck it. with me. They're like, yeah. well, yeah. I fuck with you. Like, Matt Gates, <laughs> that's cool we just put a brand new video out. He took the video, put it on his 
all of his social media said, I hope this goes to number one for you, Forgiato. You know, it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's not, um, they're showing love to me. Pull up the part where he's dancing in front of the truck. Yeah, it starts off right after that intro. Okay. There you go. Full screen it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's look so at this awesome. shit. How old is this guy? He's got to be in his, like, 80s, right? Roger Stone, I'm not yeah. really too sure. He's definitely smooth, though, I'll tell you. He's got a giant, doesn't he have a giant tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back? Yeah, it's not too big. Not giant, but that's me and my dog Enrique right there. Enrique Tario. Look at this guy. <laughs> this, this dude. That's awesome. I don't even know what he really does. What is he? What is he? What, He's what got is some Roger podcasts Stone? and doing his stuff. He was a great friend of Donald Trump. Wasn't he? like what Pardoned was his... by Trump. Oh, okay. Um. I'm going to start dancing here in a minute. But uh, so we shot that outside of the um, CPAC two years ago, I remember. It was receiving. But like, pause that. Go back and try to pause that. On the bike? Yeah, I'm going to show you something. So pause that. Like, this is what I'm talking about the MAGA community. If somebody shows up with a bicycle with a picture they got with me <laughs> on the back, frame, riding around all day. I didn't call him and say, come out there. This yeah. is like, these are why I'm outside with the people. Yeah. Get what I mean? This guy had that done himself. He riding his bike, riding around with pictures of me. <laughs> And just showing that he's with me. That's amazing. You know what I mean? That's crazy fan yeah. base. Yeah. <laughs> what? So what's the deal there with that Matt Gates guy? Is. Look at this guy. <laughs> my dog, Roger Stone. Uh, so Matt Gates, you know. Like, I didn't know anything about him until that whole scandal came out. But, I mean, not to speak too much crazy on it, but everyone, they put a scandal on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, being successful is a gift and a curse, and it's almost the biggest curse ever because – they're going to try to get any dirt they can get on you and just hold it for the right time. And then be yeah. like, oh, yeah, check right. this out. You don't want to pass this or do this. This is yeah. going to come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes with Pence, who knows what they had on Mike Pence? Pence turned his back on Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Let the votes go through. That's why a lot of people were so pissed on January 6th and Patriots, you know, Mike Pence. But how do you know Mike Pence sometime in his career or something then a date a 17-year-old or something crazy happened and they're like, well, we're going to do this. Or I mean, it, it's dirty. it's dirty pool in politics. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it's almost a little scary for some mm-hmm. of these people. So someone like Roger Stone to show me well, be in my videos. Matt Gates, you can look up him. I did a song and video with him. He's in my music video. So like Roger Stone was inside CPAC. He, all these people outside can't get in CPAC. So he comes outside with a thousand people out here in the streets. They're like, it's Roger Stone. Mm-hmm. And that's only way we could do the video is if Forge Out of Blow, people respect him. Because if not, man, screw your video. We're taking photos of Roger Stone. Yeah. But I'm like, yo. Everybody back and watch the show. I got Ryder Stone 15 minutes, period. Mm-hmm. And all the Patriots say, yeah, cool, bro. Stood back, let us do our video. <laughs> and then he went back inside. He literally said, I'm going to come outside 15 minutes real quick and make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. The I parked the truck in front of the hotel, right? The security came out and was like, this truck's got to go. And I said, you better tow it. I don't know where the owner went. He took <laughs> off because I know I'm not that. moving this car. Roger Stone about to be out. As I'm shooting this video, security's called 911 on the other side. So one of the reporters did this clip, and it did like 3 million views in a day <laughs> on like TV. It went on CNN everywhere. Um, and you can go. I got all types of clips online. Like CNN put me on out there January 6th. I was shooting a music video, and they're like, as this is going down, look at this guy shooting a music video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the end of the day is like these people, they're not clout chasing. They're just respecting what I'm doing for the movement. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to go get in this. I'm like, 
But they've seen me since 2016, so it's not like they're like, they believe that it's genuine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's genuine. So they're like, you know, all to, I don't even, you don't need no money from me. All you want me to do is come hop in it. Let's go. Yeah. Which is cool. And it gives me a good look. <clears throat> and it also helps them because they're looking like this is a new way to get to the people. It's a new way of getting your name out there. It's not the same grassroots campaign they do years ago. There's no, I mean, how the fuck do you, you go out? You said you spent how much on a video average? Uh, so this video is probably like 5000 on this video. And how much, how many views, there's no way that all these videos make their money back. They don't. So you're just dumping money into this dumping shit. Dumping money, but you're it's like the, the brand. V, you're like the Mr. Beast of hip hop. It's the brand. If you go like to so that side of force, if you go, go hit uh, to my page real quick. Right, hit that. And then if you hit videos, and then like scroll down a little bit, um, scroll down a little more. Keep going. See that far, uh, keep going down one more. Right there on the bottom left, right there to the left. This video probably made me the most money until they demonetized it. Really? So this was like Let's, Let's Go, Go Brandon. Brandon. Like, Let's Go Brandon was crazy. Oh, yeah, I remember this video. But this isn't like, hey, you know, um, I'm paying everybody $10 an hour to come out. Like, these people really genuinely rock with us and the movement uh-huh. and Trump. And, um, you know, it's just being the same person these people always see. But w- there's nothing wrong with this video for it to be demonetized. No. Because it says fuck. No. Like, every video in the world says fuck. It's fuck, a Trump, song. fuck Trump's probably not demonetized. You know, so it was just something, though, that did. But I always just try to put the people in the video and uh, involve them in what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. And also, you know, then if you got a video with... <sighs> 200 people it starts off with 200 shares what do you think about the um what do you think about that whole QAnon thing did you see so, that QAnon documentary yeah so one of the guys that shit from was there, wild but I've never really been big on that like you know Trump's coming back two months three months three and they like I don't get lost in it but I mean mm. it's pretty deep I wouldn't Super say I, I, I'm not mm-hmm. really in that I'm not hating on someone who is but I'm not like I just haven't even Took a second. Now, you got to spend a lot of time on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to get in. And then I'd be rapping about, like, they're already saying I'm rapping about, you know, false narratives and medical misinformation and voter. Inf- you know, if I start rapping whatever they're talking about, my video's <laughs> not even going to get released. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. But the guy, actually, in one of my videos who got locked up, um, they had the horns at the Capitol that day. Yeah. He's in my video I shot on January 6th. Oh, and I think he knows a lot with the Q on stuff, so. I think he's still in prison, isn't he? Um, I think he got out, or he got sentenced already. Then he got sentenced. This problem was his spear. Not to speak too much on his stuff, I'm not 100 percent sure, but his spear had like um, he had the spear. And if you look at videos of him in there, he's just like, I want to charge my phone. He's walking around like yeah. I'm at the desk, da da da. I uh, think he made left a note for somebody, and that was a problem. Uh, and the spear they used that as like a deadly weapon. Mm. So you're not just in here anymore. Yeah. Like I, I listened to a uh, an interview with that guy. He seemed kind of fucking wacky. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he, I mean he was like super into psychedelics and stuff like, and yeah. super into like you know all these crazy. But I didn't really know much about you know that's a thing. So I might have a video, and you might have robbed a bank, and you're in my music video. It doesn't right. mean I rock with bank right, robbers. Exactly. Like you in my video. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So some people came to me about some of the videos on January 6th and said, "Yo, you got my people in trouble." And I'm like, "Well, they shouldn't have been in the music video. They shouldn't <laughs> have been in the music video." Yeah. Uh, you could, I'm not telling you everybody video time. You want to be a star and be in a music video, mm-hmm. that's all you. Yeah. So I, one guy I know got locked up for a long time. When he came to me, a lot of people were saying delete the video because it's getting him in trouble. And physically him said, I never said that. I shouldn't have got in that video. I, did my, I was in the video. And then later on, he's in my music video. 
Then they got a picture of him in the Capitol. So they're able to say, that is you on that day because you're also out here in this video. Yeah. Mm. Right? So. We, we, uh, we, uh, I have a friend who's on this podcast. He's a lawyer. And he um, represented a guy that was went to the January 6th riots. Mm. And my buddy who's a lawyer, he's uh, a Democrat. He's like a lifelong Democrat. He's like, he considers himself very liberal and like uh, left-leaning. And he represented this guy um, who was a part of the whole rise. He got charged with, he got charged with throwing a fire hydrant at a cop, I think, which yeah. was some sort of battery. But he, he like, the dude, literally, there's footage of it. He threw a fucking fire so hydrant. Some people out there were just doing the most. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he said that when he first met the guy, like he had no problem representing him. Like he's not one of those people who's like crazy. But he invited him to his house and they met and they talked about it. And he said this guy started talking about. You know, patriot. This I'm a patriot. I'm a real patriot. And he was like, "Dude, shut up." He's like, "We're all like, stop trying to like say that you're the only patriot." He's like, "We're all patriots." Facts. So that's one of the things he realized. Like, like that's one of the things that shocked him. That kind of like stood out to me when I talked to him. He was like, "It's so crazy." That was I feel like cool that he represented yeah. him, still not having the same mm-hmm. belief though. Yeah, he's like, "You don't have to like." He said to him, "He's like, you don't have to keep saying that you're a patriot and that all you guys are patriots." He's like. He's like, I'm a patriot too. Just because I'm a Democrat doesn't mean I'm not a patriot. Just because mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything that you did. He's like, I'm still here fucking being your lawyer, working pro bono for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And that and pro bono, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what some people don't get. Um, that's what I was trying to say. That's like that's great to hear a story from the other side that someone still can look at somebody's livelihood and but say, it's you rare. know what? It's rare. It's rare, mm-hmm. but it's still amazing to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad you gave him a shout out about it because that might open some other people's minds and say, Oh yeah, you know. Like there's been people that weren't pro Trump, like that we lost relationships, and um, now they're like, "Yo, what's up, bro? Let's go to Hooters." Or like, "Yo, what's up, man? How's the music going?" Or, and I'm like, mm. you know, I'm not gonna be like, "No, I'm never talking to you again," because you didn't talk to me because I like Trump. Yeah, what's up, bro? Let's yeah. chill. And now they're like, "Man, I was wrong about Trump, man." Or, and just take. I'd rather be that person to say, "Well, you can still kick it." You know what I'm saying? We can still be cool than yeah. holding a grudge. Like life's too short to hold grudges. You know what I'm saying? Things happen to people every day. You know what I mean? If COVID was so crazy, we all could have got COVID and died and never would have seen y'all again. Mm, I yeah. like being able to see you and see how far you then came yeah. and see the podcast, see your numbers go crazy. I like being able to go watch the videos and tell people, like, yeah, go watch this first video I did over here. Like, I send that video to a lot of people to this day still. It's cool. Um, it's just the growth. And you can go watch that video and then watch me now. I'm a different person. I've grown yeah. up, mm-hmm. which is the way it's supposed to be. Like, yeah, we all fight for the same country and we might have different thoughts why it's going on. But I'll be the first person to say when something's wrong and I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything Trump does. Trump's pushing the vaccine. I don't like the vaccine. But when I go for a president. He's pushing it? Yeah. He's behind it. And Johnson and Johnson. He just praised him the other day. But my biggest thing is Trump's not pushing a vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. See? You could be pro-vaccine. My family members yeah. got the vaccine. They still got COVID, but they got the vaccine. <laughs> That's not my problem. My problem is when you mandate something. Right. You want to take a vaccine, go ahead, my brother. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to take a vaccine and make a song about it, you can go make a song on how much you love the vaccine. They yeah. did it. They did it with a uh, juvenile and I think Manny oh, Fresh yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did the redone. <laughs> well, that song then they get demonetized and they're talking about vaccines. What about the people that think that's medical misinformation? Mm-hmm. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. But I got a song, no vaccine. So we should all be able to do what we do. But when I tell you, hey, you're going to have to keep this job. You got to get a vaccination. Mm-hmm. Because what? Why? Well, they're going to give me so much money as a bonus if I get everyone that works with me a vaccine. One of my friends works out in the trade winds, right? And he was like, I'm going to do a big this weekend with y'all. I got $500 extra on my paycheck. I'm like, from what? He's like, I took that vaccine. And I'm like, what? 
You took <laughs> I'm just being real. Not a yeah, hate. Yeah. It's just five hundred dollars. So that's like me telling you, say me and you sell drugs. And I'm like, bro, we're paying all this money for this work, but me, I learned how to make it myself. Right. So check this out. I'll give you five hundred dollars. Take this. Tell me what it does. I'll see you tomorrow. You gonna risk your whole life for five hundred dollars yeah. from me? I know a guy who's a cop who got paid. He, he got the vaccine. And he said he didn't want to get it, but they paid him to do it. It's tough. Tough decision. Sometimes people got to take care of their kids yeah. and their families. It's a decision that he should never had to make. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a decision that I mean, it's it's all well. Should never it's, it's had all to make it. Social. Though. It's like your it's like your status as far as like how much money you make. Like the poor people, like people low income, cop. A lot of cops are really low income. And they can't, which is terrible because they, they have the toughest the job in the world. Yeah. Right. I got tons of back to blue songs. I support the police. I remember like back in the day. You know, police would pull me over when I was younger. I never did drugs, never did anything crazy, so I never was really worried, but it was more like no seatbelts or, like, riding with loud music or too dark tent. Now cops pull me over, and they gave me their badges, like, from back in the day. Like, hey, bro, I love your Back to Blue song. Mm-hmm. This is where I got my first job over here in San Antonio, and I work on Terra Verde. You know what I mean? And it's my biggest thing is with the police. I got tattoos on my face. I'm driving a car that's black tint you can't see in, big rims on it. Right, I'm not getting pulled over with no driver's license or smoking weed or drinking. Like maybe if I was getting pulled over and weed smells out of my car and I'm drinking out of a styrofoam cup and I'm like I don't got an ID, then certain questions should come up. Right, police officers every day go to work not knowing they're going to come back home. They have the worst job in America. Worst job. Imagine having to deal with all the shit that you deal with on a daily than deal with my shit. Right. You could be a police officer and going through with your family, find out your wife cheated on you, you know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. you've got double life going, or kids are sick, or, you know, shit happens. And then go deal with my problems today. And my problems should just be so easy to deal with because you have no problem because you're a police officer. Right. Right? Or going to tell somebody, hey, your kid's dead. He's not coming home again. Yeah. You know, that's a tough, tough, tough job to do for what they get paid. And also go against the whole world because it's like they already don't like you because <clears throat> you're a police officer. Now, there are some bad cops. But there's bad teachers, there's bad doctors, there's bad humans, mm-hmm. there's bad Americans, right? But their biggest thing is trying to make this, uh, to me, like a communist country. So they want to right now take all these businesses like me and you, they got our own brands and make it like, we're only going to do p- two podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So like, when I, funny thing to talk about this, so The Late Show, you ever seen that? The Late Show? Which Late, which late Show? It's called The Late Show on TV. Uh, it's a big know. TV station, big show. Not the late night show, but the late show. I forget his name. Is it like Stephen Google Colbert? Stephen Colbert. Is that oh, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. took my Matt Gates video, right? You can pull it up and show them this. Uh, he took my Matt Gates video and ran it on their show. Muted my words and did a parody to it. <laughs> saying that, like, I'm buying pedophile zebra, ped- pedophile zebras and all this stuff. So it was funny because they're trying to say a Matt Gates scandal. He hired these rappers to get pedophiles rap music for him mm-hmm. right but let's look at it from our view there's people in the world that are being trafficked there's people in the world that are being raped and taken advantage of and have problems every day so you're fighting so hard against people that are pedophiles and all these issues but you thought it was funny to make a parody out of pedophiles this is funny to run on this huge show the this is on tv this is on his youtube but he ran this on <laughs> his real show really you don't think this is a defamation of character so there's me and my boy J360 song, right? But you think this is funny to to put on the national TV to do a parody of what we're doing for Matt Gates? So why is it funny to rap about the people that are really going through this? It's not funny. 
So you see this. This is your footage? Yeah, our footage. They took our video. It's me and my boy J360. And that's Matt Gates showed up to my show at CPAC. And we shot a video of him. Um, <laughs> but where are, you, they, where are you guys at right there? At my show at CPAC. What? C, what were you at like a window? nightclub? Yeah. That's the name of the, what's the name of the nightclub? Um, not too sure. Okay. So like, didn't think about pedophile zebras. I said, which, you know what I mean? They're t- these are different words. And they threw all this other stuff in the video, right? Yeah. And it like has him like he's buying women. So my only question is, when is it okay for the left to do that and make a mockery out of people really going through that just for their late night TV show? Our words were nothing like that, but you're going to take it and make fun of the people that are really going through that. Yeah, it's always okay because the it's the the and left. This is a huge, huge show. Oh, yeah. Of course. So I get write ups like That's on crazy. the top of Yahoo Business, business management, the Insider, you know, the Vice, all these big name people talk about me, and I can't even talk about nothing because I'm de- demonetized, deplatformed. They do, so all these guys hit you up to do interviews. No, they just hit me up. To or take they just kind of like just write about you. Take my stuff. Yeah, it's still yeah, Vice and people like that came out here. Vice actually interviewed me. These guys just do like opinion pieces on you. Yeah, but I mean, that's like, so people could say like, uh, well, that's as big as it gets. So it's like, hey, it's good. Yeah. They're still talking about you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not that because you're painting me as being pro that now. Yeah. So that's defamation of character. That's fine. That's a lawsuit for him. Mm-hmm. Can't take my words and change my word and say that I'm rapping. Let's go pedophiles. Mm-hmm. That, that's unfair. Now, watch if I took his late night TV show and said, I hate black people, I hate minorities, I hate the gays, I hate this, and then put on my YouTube channel mm. and say, oh, look what he said. Yeah, yeah, they'd be all over you. I'd have a big problem. Yeah. Right. Right? But at some point, they think they can just do whatever they want to us because we're still little fish in the pond. You're independent, and these guys are backed by a major, massive corporation. So, like, who would sit around and say, hey, you know, some geek somewhere that works for that show, and they're like, hey, we're going to pay you to write some bars mm-hmm. to come in and rewrap this song over yeah. it a couple thousand bucks and think it's funny. Have you seen the um, Have you seen the interview or listened to the interview that Malcolm X did about liberals, about white liberals? No. i got to send that to you, Austin, so you, can, so you can play this. It's pretty fucking wild. I just watched this documentary by this guy named Adam, Adam Curtis. It's called Can't Get You Out of My Head, and it goes like back to um, – Mao and his wife when he created like the CCP um, in China and how it like how it relates to U.S. politics. Oh, this is another thing I got to show you too. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send two things to you, Austin. First, first, play the. Um, Will I be able to hear the, the the words? Yeah, we're gonna. He's gonna turn the volume up. Um, where'd you see this at? This was uh this documentary I just called. I just told you about. That's called "Don't I Can't Get You Out of My Head" by mm-hmm. Adam Curtis. He works for the BBC. This is a documentary that he did so about in 2001. So what's crazy is like a lot of people over there from the BBC, they come over here and they shoot stories on me. Then they sell the stories. Really? The BBC does? Yeah. I've did a lot of stuff from them on here. So they come over here and they sell stories. So like they'll just come around me and I'll be like, where is this going on? And they'll be like, we don't know. We're just gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're just going to come over here and ride around with you for a couple of days, go to the studio, mm-hmm. meet your Let's people. See what happens. And you just do it, right? You don't have to ask too many questions because you know that pretty much 90% of people are just going to they're gonna shit talk you, right? Yeah, that or they're working on some like, great thing that's coming I don't know about. You know? Yeah. I don't do nothing illegal, I'm not, so I'm not yeah. really worried about nothing. Right, right. But at the end of the day, it's like they just 
hit me up. Like, yo, we're doing a documentary on a couple of things. We want you to come. There's, there's like, so the one you guys put out on me, when you're done looking at this, I'll show you someone did a spinoff on you. Did they really? From the BBC. They came here and they rode around in the car with me and talked and did all this stuff. I had people emailing me asking me to send them footage. They were asked, they were trying to license some of that footage that I shot for something they were doing. I forget what it was, but it was some it was some European production company. Yeah, a lot of times they come over here and they they won't tell me what they're doing it for. Yeah, play this. This is fucking bonkers. Turn the volume up. You have to take off one of your earpieces because we can't pipe it through the audio yet. In this crooked game of power politics here in America, the Negro. Namely, the race problem, integration, civil rights issues are all nothing but tools used by the whites who call themselves liberals against another group of whites who call themselves conservatives, either to get into power or to retain power. Among whites here in America, the political teams are no longer divided into Democrats and Republicans. The whites who are now struggling for control of the American political throne are divided into liberal and conservative camps. The white liberals from both parties cross party lines to work together toward the same goal. And white conservatives from both parties do likewise. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football. And the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism, false promises of integration and civil rights. In this game of deceiving and using the American Negro, the white liberals have complete cooperation of the Negro civil rights leaders who sell our people out for a few crumbs of token recognition, token gains, token progress. How fucking crazy is that? I mean, that? honestly... Did you even know that existed? No, but what I'm trying to say is that's your normal thing now. I mean, that's just the blackface. Of course you, you know theory. what I mean? Gonna... With the, you know, the whole party with the blackface just trying to give people just a little bit just to make them feel like, you know what I'm saying, that they're there and they got their back. And a lot of people these days are breaking from those chains and being like, no, I want bigger things. I can see bigger things. Well, that's what the Democrats and, and the left, the, like, what, that's what this, this, like this document, a thousand percent. This documentary really shows how during the 1960s, during like the counter, the counterculture rise up. It's a football game, like it, you said. It, you it is. It's a political football game. And he said, it, it shows how like the conservatives or the Republicans kind of, they had the, the stranglehold on the economy, right? And the left, the only thing they could do was they like embedded themselves in culture and art. Like they embedded themselves in the counterculture, in the art, the people Still who were more it. about that kind of stuff and not Still about money. It. And they basically used that or weaponized that and used that as their sort of ammunition to come back. And they basically are just using the culture. The culture. They're they're using you didn't see, like, they're using Cardi musicians, art. Exactly. Yeah. All the people trying to perform. 
you know, like at uh, Joe Biden rally, he's still like 20 people at it. Like, I've never seen a Joe Biden rally. Let's just give it G. Like, I've never seen it. But it's so insane. I've never seen a Joe Biden truck. I've never even seen people riding around with bottom flags. Right. It's just so insane how Malcolm X fucking was this on is ahead of, ahead of his said time. this way back yeah. in the day well, I feel it's like, still relevant I feel like uh, Martin Luther King or somebody like that would have been down with Trump they wouldn't have been down with this crap that they're kicking mm-hmm. you know right now they wouldn't have been down with this crap they're kicking I mean even like this remember last year when people were getting the um, the PPP loans whoa what the fuck Yo, through the TV, that's crazy. I used to rap an auto tune on, but hey, oh, Austin, you what the fuck have you done, Austin? (laughs) Jesus, that was next level. Yo, (laughs) I think I think are we good? How do we sound? I don't hear you guys. I mean, it's talking, but oh, you changed your audio. I had to change the audio. You changed your monitors. monitors. On your headphones, what did you do? Why did? How did that happen? Change the output. Oh, okay. I see what you did. So we're back going. Yeah, we're. I think we're good. Okay. So remember, right, the PPP loans. Yeah. Right. They really were like a setup for a lot of people. So it's normal, like the normal tax drop. So you know, you might got one person that's like, "Hey, I'm getting these PPP loans, and everybody's getting like twenty, thirty thousand dollars." Right. So then they're like, "Okay, how do I get these? How do I get these?" Well, someone will come to the neighborhood and say, "I get you guys all the loans, but I need five thousand dollars out of your money." Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know what these people are filling out. Mm-hmm. For you to get this twenty thousand dollars, right? So the next time around, when Joe Biden's sitting there and everybody's going through their taxes, and the people that are on welfare and the people that are getting Medicaid, they're like, "Well, you don't get that no more." What happened to Charlie's Grass Service that made a hundred thousand dollars, and you got a PPP loan for it? Like people fall for their tricks. Mm-hmm. It's gonna come back and bite a lot of people in their ass that did that. Tom Brady got a PPP loan. I heard. Yeah. Well, some people what we probably did with his business saying he lost. It doesn't matter how much money you're you're worth or you're making. All right, if your money. company took a hit, it took a hit. Became free money when a lot of people. I know people that didn't go get them because they were like, I know I'm gonna get like a million or whatever. People, some wealthy people, and I might blow it on something or whatever, and they got to pay it back. They got a lot of people pissed off when they realized they weren't getting paid back. <laughs> because say if you had a company and you got a million dollars on it, how many companies can sell today for a million dollars? Not that many. So you could just close the door and got a million dollars for your company and said, peace. Right. It's out. Right. I got a million like, for my company. Like bankrupt it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. So, but a lot of people signed up for that little bit of money mm-hmm. and just had someone that knew how to do it. Oh, I'll show you how to do it. But you're not looking at what they're putting down. They're just thinking $20,000. Yeah. And now next time you know that, <laughs> that, that income housing they're living in or whatever it is down the line, they're going to be like, it's going to catch up to people. Yeah. And they're going to be like, damn, I just sold out for $20,000. Because they're going to say, well, it says you got a boutique that makes $90,000 here. So you can't get the free benefits anymore, the Medicare. You got to pay this and pay that. Well, yeah, that's not true. Well, you took the money. It's not true. You go to jail. Yeah. People, a lot of people went to jail. Yeah. A lot of people. I've seen some people on there like, getting Lamborghinis <laughs> all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. They were just living it up for the moment. But, um. It's just kind of crazy, I feel, like how they try to, like you said, use the culture, but they also trick a lot of people that don't know any better. You know, they don't tell them, hey, do this, but there is a shot that you could get in a lot of trouble for doing this, too. Mm-hmm. It's just like, do this. It's yeah. going to be great. Here. And just fill grand. it out. I'll give you 20 grand. What do you think What do you think it would take to close the gap with, like, the division? It's clo- I feel it's closing, and that's because I see it. Do you think Trump should do anything different this time around? I think what Trump's doing is great because even something as stupid as gave people the little stimulus money, this and that, if you were a regular person or say you was a dope boy, whatever it was, Trump gave you $1,200 to go flip. 
gave you some money. The last thing he was That's check, what David Lucas said. <laughs> the, la- the last a bit of money he was trying to give you, Nancy P was holding it back because she knew if the Trump gave them one more stimulus, right, probably right. blow the election. Right. Trump wanted to give you the money. Nancy P didn't give them the money. Mm-hmm. Um, Biden would rather give fucking $10 billion to Ukraine. Well, like, look at this. We can't get a couple million dollars to build a wall, but we can build a wall for Ukraine. Right, exactly. Yeah, we can send all that, we can send all that money to Ukraine. You know what I mean? That's beyond crazy. And imagine this to say: if like Hunter Biden was a Trump, if he what was a Hunter Trump, right? Imagine if he had Trump behind his name, what yeah. shit he would be in. Mm-hmm. I see the cra- I see like stuff come across the internet on him mm-hmm. though, like him like you know beating people with whips and all types of sexual Who, stuff. Who Hunter Biden? Yeah, <laughs> really? like people are like you know click play hunter biden footage i don't even want it on my computer i'm like hell no but the thing is it's like if any of you know junior or any of the trumps had a laptop man be over for them man yeah be in a lot of trouble trump can't get away with nothing so i feel like they don't got nothing on trump because they did he'd be locked up well it's Mm -hmm. yeah they they'd have to put it to him going back now i mean hindsight's always 2020 but going back now and like seeing some of the things that trump did say like especially during the debate because he was fucking going out. He was really going after Biden about the Ukraine and the and the China stuff. About how much money. Biden making money over how there. How much money they were making over there with his son Biden being doing the, them side deals. Patriots keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Have you seen that? Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a documentary Oliver Stone did about uh, Ukraine called Ukraine on no, Fire. I haven't seen it yet. Um, did, is it new? Uh, no, he made it probably what? in 20... I think I want to say he made it in like 2015 or 2014. So early. Yeah. What, what's it on? It was on YouTube, but as Take soon as the, as soon as the Ukraine thing start to hit, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, 2016. As soon as the Ukraine uh, thing start to pop off early this year, YouTube fucking shut it off. It turned it off. YouTube. They fucking blocked it. Well, that's like 2,000 Mules. The movie just came out. I was telling you about from my yeah. boy Dinesh. Um, it shows pretty much about you know the stealing of the votes and the ballots and the mules and. Um, <laughs> they're doing everything. big tech and everything's doing whatever they can do to censor it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, they have my song 2000 mules in the movie, which is dope. So the other day, like I see the <laughs> song airing and like, Trump's up on stage and the song's playing the credits. It's cool, man. You know, I'm doing some shows with them performing, but I just feel like 2000 mules is the name of it. 2000. Can you mules. find that Austin? Pull that up. So I feel like, um, freedom of speech is just gone. Yeah. Do you think Elon will be good for it? Everyone's so quick to be like, Elon, Elon, like, you know what I'm saying? He's not a diehard Republican. He came mm-hmm. out today saying he's going to vote red. You know what I mean? I read that before I got here, but that's some the problems with people some, sometimes. They're just so quick to, like, jump on the team, you know what I'm saying? And be like, oh, that's what we're doing. You never know if he's part of their plan. Do you like Elon? I like him. I like him because he's a hustler. I like anybody. I mean, yeah. make the Teslas and do this and mm-hmm. that. Like, he's a genius. Do you think you he'll be good for I mean? Twitter, though? I don't use Twitter, so I don't really care. I hope he buys Instagram and frees my page. I just paid someone in London $7,000 for my Instagram page. He doesn't even use Instagram, I don't think. He's on there, I think. I don't think he has a page. Probably got a, Everyone has a backup page. Yeah, a yeah. fake page. Yeah. Burner account. The thing about Elon is he takes. he's he's pretty reliant on the government. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With SpaceX. I mean, SpaceX yeah. launches military satellites. They use SpaceX to launch all their satellites and military We're, shit into space. And Tesla is super reliant on federal grants. Well, I feel like everything has an agenda. You know, so um, everybody's so like, oh, he's bringing people back. Like, like, check it out. When he bought Twitter, some people say he didn't fully buy it yet either. So I don't really know the story. Yeah. I saw someone no, today like, so, yeah. he, that he backed out of it now because he got the attention already. But say if he would have bought Twitter and it's done. 
Then he reached out to Trump, like they say he did, to bring him back on the platform. What's bigger, Elon bringing Trump back to Twitter or buying Twitter? Bringing Trump back. Bringing Trump back, for so, sure. So yeah. someone like Trump is going to give you that power because he don't really know if you should get that power. Well, Trump so, said he's not going to do it, right? No, he said he's not going to do it. But if I was Trump, I would have said, cool, I want 20% of Twitter, and here's yeah, the money for it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And they were probably like, no. And then Trump's also like, I'm going to make you a super, superstar now mm. by being the first one to bring me back. I don't need you to bring me back nowhere. Yeah. I'm Donald Trump. So Trump might go back there free six months later on his own yeah. than that. Unless it was rolled out a little better, like, hey, Big Trump, man, I got your back. You know what I mean? And I'm loyal, and I'm going to show you I'm loyal to bring you back on here. There's no hidden agenda. I'm going to give you 20% of this, Twitter. Yeah. Just because. And then Twitter would have went through the roof. So How fucking crazy would that be if but bringing Trump, Trump ended up owning part but, of Twitter? But bringing Trump back to Twitter would have been bigger uh, than buying a Twitter. Yeah. That would have been the obvious. That's why sure. Trump is the rock star of America. He knows his value. So look, yeah. yeah. So like in twenty twenty four, where I tell you when he comes back, he's gonna have the biggest rock star year of his life. Mm-hmm. People are gonna have to rock with Trump. Yeah. So the people have to eat their words. Now the media, they're always gonna you know fake news go at him and your regular TV shows and your ratings. But Trump's the best things for ratings there is. Yeah. Hate him or love him, he's winning. Mm-hmm. You know, but so like Elon, I don't really know much about him. But a lot of that's the thing. A lot of patriots were so quick to be like, "Yeah, we're going back on Twitter and do all this and that." When They're he jumping on the Elon train, they are. But I mean, I haven't. You know, what I mean, my boy Bryson Gray put a song with questions to Elon. I thought it was pretty dope. Um, with questions to Elon, yeah, like a song like Elon, like you really would have got some questions for you to answer. You can pull it up; it's pretty cool. He did it. Did what that. were the questions? You gotta watch them, uh, hear them again. It was just like asking questions like he's really with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you just doing this for the clout? Are you doing this just to get a bunch of people on there and then switch it? You yeah. know, like what do you? what's your intentions? Yeah, I wonder that too. I mean, he's basically, I mean, he's probably, Trump was the most famous person in the world back when he was president. But now I think it's Elon. Elon gets more attention him. than anybody right now. Maybe at this moment. Yeah, at this, mm-hmm. at this moment That's right why now. I was so confused when I saw the other day that uh, the Twitter thing wasn't done yet. Yeah. But there's a lot of fake tabloids, so I don't really know if it's real or not. I'm not there. I'm not someone that's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's official or I love him. I, I never think, met him. I think what's happening is he uh, he basically signed, like, he like put an intent to buy it with at five, $54 a share or something like that. And then the CEO of Twitter is refusing to acknowledge how many of their yeah. users are bots. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, he wanted accounts. them to so release think, some data. I think what Elon, because Elon's actually doing something where he's like trying to sell off shares of SpaceX to actually buy Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's trying to back out of the deal. I think Elon's trying to get it for a cheaper price. I think he's trying to get which, a discount Which on I it. saw that with saying some of the fakes, the fake bots or whatever. But yeah. um, it's just like you don't really know everybody's attentions until you, I feel like, until you meet somebody. That's why I told you like, when I met Trump, I was just hoping that Trump was that mm-hmm. dude, like, honestly. But I've came out with songs and asked Trump questions. I said, you know, I wish Big Trump would stop pushing the vax. I was seeing them with fact check. They faxed. They always blame the Patriots. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of people were like, whoa, why are you going to Trump? Like, I, you're going to vote? They don't give us, like, 85 presidents to pick from or 10 presidents. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. got A or B. So us as men or females, whoever you are, you have to look at somebody and say, I agree 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10 with this person. 10 out of 10, whatever it is. Yeah. And no, this is the best for me as a person and what I'm doing. Oh. So I respect Trump and what he's doing the most. I'm not going to agree with everything Trump says because I'm not just like, Trump said it, it's got to be gold. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, a lot of people are like that. Yeah, but I would have a problem with Trump if he started pushing the you know, like Dr. Oz. That was a weird uh, yeah, was endorsement. Weird. What you know happened what I mean? with Dr. I don't even know what that. Well, he endorsed Dr. Oz, and you know he'd be with like Whoopi Goldberg and all <laughs> them on their stuff. Um, but there's some other Republican candidates, but that was out there in Pennsylvania, and Trump kind of knew that he said that he might not be the best to most of the Republicans in their eyes, but he's the best for us to beat a Democrat, right? So he's kind of playing his version of chess mm-hmm. strategizing to come back in 2024 when a lot of people were like i went and I went with him and i don't know you could pull it up i don't know if he even won with trump's endorsement he was um last time i checked he was only winning by like yeah it was like, really close close so. and it, when it's so close they're gonna do a recount um but if trump came out with like saying i'm gonna mandate everyone take a vaccine a lot of patriots would have a big problem with trump you know as long as you're not forcing me to do something like my body, my choice, right? And they all say, mm. my body, my choice. Yeah. I can get an abortion if I want to get an abortion. My body, my choice. Why is it not my body, my choice to take a vaccine? <laughs> right. Why is it not my body, my choice to wear uh, a mask? How did the fucking abortion thing get so political? That's so fucking dumb to me. In some ways, mm. I mean, so you would think people should be able to have abortions? I don't fucking know. I, I just think it's a fuck. I don't think I, I have I have no real stance on it. Obviously, it's a super it's a super blurry line because when does uh when do two cells become a fucking person? I don't fucking know. I mean, that's a it's a it's a ethical moral debate that I so, have no. I don't really have a hard. So stance me being on it. a patriot, you know, I, I just keep it Jew myself, but I don't have kids. So it's kind of hard for me to really talk about like people's children and bills for children. Yeah. That's all like, I did the Don't Say Gay Act. I felt bad because I'm thinking like that's just too early. I'm not gonna tell yeah. you how to raise your kids, but like second right. grade, talk about a tranny coming in here as a cross dresser. <laughs> yeah, kids Fuck, do things for kids do things for attention. This is an attention thing. Yeah. I, you know, when I went to school, if you were you know gay or whatever, it wasn't like a, hey I'm gay and everybody's like woo. It was like yeah. a quiet mm-hmm. thing. Right on the D, on the on the you know lowdown. Now it's like the most popular kid. That's the attention. Now he's gay. He's got nail polish. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But it comes from the culture, playing the culture, making the rappers paint their nails. Yeah. You want all this money, whatever. So with the abortion thing, to me, it's like, it's tough because, you know, say if a woman was going to get killed by having a baby, you know, what if the baby would kill her? Right. Right. But then some people say, well, Whose that's... life do you save? But people say that's very slim chances. Like, it's not a chance that we really think it is, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't really know there's some chances to take a stance on that. Right. Then again... Um, say if a little girl or a boy, you know, was being molested and you right. know, the guy made the, the little boy have sex with her or the guy had sex with a little girl and she was raped. Right. That's a tough thing to put her through all that. But if you buy the Bible, she needs to go through all that and give the baby up for adoption. There's a lot of people out here to want The Bible it. says if you get raped, you should have the baby? No, but I'm saying it's just uh. abortions and people, you know, have, end of the day, you should always keep the baby. It's a life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But- my part is like, I don't have, I'm not a female, so it's kind of hard to tell a female what to do with her body. Right. But if someone's out here having 10 abortions a year, mm. that's like a serious red flag for the, yeah. for the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you're just out. Like I saw a song the other day by Meg Stallion called Plan B, right? And it was like, I, I'm not getting stuck with you. You think you're going to keep me. I'm just playing you. I'm getting your money, taking your cars, living the life with you, and I'm popping plan Bs because this is my plan B. Mm-hmm. And that's just disgusting to me for kids to be singing that and hearing that, like making these girls just think, oh, I could just have unprotected sex. Like everybody was so worried about COVID. No, nobody's worried about AIDS. No. People having unprotected sex, like it's not a big deal. But COVID, whoa, you got to stay back. Got a mask? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I know the the weird thing about the abortion thing to me is just like people will take a stance just based on their political identity. They'll just be like, I'm Republican, so I'm anti-abortion. And meanwhile, the dude's fucking person's never thought about it for more than five minutes. Well, there's difference. That's of why all, politics but, but, is so weird. Yeah, and it is. And there's liberals the same way too. Exactly. By the book, mm-hmm. me, I'm not the perfect patriot. You know what I mean? Like. I'm who I am. I keep it. You are the real. perfect patriot. Well, why would you say you're not the perfect patriot? No, I'm patriot? saying how somebody would paint. Like I gotta be. Like, you're you're saying patriot is a Republican. Yeah, how people would look at like what the the statues are. You know what I mean? Like I'm big two way. There's no reason anybody should have the guns. Yeah. But then I don't feel great with anybody that's being able to carry a gun for any reason. Like I feel like guns need training. You should have. Yeah, a, for sure. You should be trained to have a gun. Yeah. I don't feel like just because you're not a criminal, anybody can carry a gun. Then that puts people, right? Like. The difference I try to tell people is like, do you think criminals are like, well, I can't carry a gun because I'm a felon? They're still carrying a gun. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? So you still need to have your gun on well, the you. laws don't do anything. I mean, the but laws. The right the, way. The, well, they're trying to change the laws now that anybody can carry a gun. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're not a felon, you don't need any type of uh, I wonder what would, CCW. How would that change? How would how do you how do you think anybody could carry a gun? So how I, do you think what what would change on. as far it's gonna as gonna be on like Donkey Kong? Yeah. People are gonna be popping off. <laughs> yeah. And then it's quick. Like the biggest thing is me. I keep yeah. my strap everywhere I go. Yeah. Right. I got nice stuff, nice cars. You never know what someone's gonna do. I'm not trying to take somebody's life over a Trump truck, and you don't like Trump. But like, if you're talking shit to me, and you now you can carry a gun. You got a gun to the window, so when I see the gun, I'm gonna shoot. Because mm-hmm. you can shoot me first. You know. But we need guns for protection. So like on that bill, I'm big two way. Like the government shouldn't take our guns from us. Because then when they take our guns, these other countries are gonna know we can't defend ourselves. They pulling up. Mm-hmm. Not to mention our own government's pulling up. Our own government. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're the biggest. So ones. it's like. That's what Trump said in that interview. What was that interview that he, uh, I think it was a Dave Portnoy interview that Trump did where he's talking about like getting shit done overseas with like different countries with like, he's like, Trump, who was it? Who was the hardest to deal with? Was it China? Was it Russia? He's like, no, it was the fucking United States. United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, but, what was the thing he said? He said that he's like, you don't think that he's like, you think these other countries are killers? You think these fucking people in Russia well, I saw and some China crazy are videos in China with this with this vaccine stuff over there and like them killing all the cats? Saw that? Like, oh anybody. my god! I've seen I crazy that, videos that like pets had COVID, so they're killing them. Damn! You they know had what I mean? bags full of cats crazy. on the sidewalk. You know, like I'm not. Like, I like the pets. I'm not like I don't have any pets. I'm not very big on pets, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you want damn. a pet? You shouldn't be getting your cat killed because you had COVID. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Dude, and that it's just shit crazy. So I'm big like on two way. I'm big on freedom of speech. But I think it's because my lifestyle, like, you know, I got a risk. Mm-hmm. I got a name. I stand out. I want to be protected. Um, I have a voice. I do music. I don't want my speech taken, which it has been taken. Right. The whole abortion thing. You know, I've never had a child. I've never had anybody pregnant in my life. I haven't had to cross that path and really look at, you know, having a child. Because it's a life changing experience. A child is a, yeah. is a big thing. But I think that they should still have the baby. There's a lot of people out here that can't have kids. There's a lot of good people that want children. And there's a lot of shitty parents that just want to adopt kids and maybe get money. You know, you got houses where they got eight kids adopted and they're just collecting money on these people. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw some crazy thing on Netflix. I've never seen this. Our like, father? No, but oh. uh, it was about squatters because I just bought a piece of property in Hudson. And uh-huh. I went up there and I got squatters on my property. Oh, dear. And, man, I... I'm a different kind of person. I told them, look, you know what? Y'all can stay here. But you know what? I'm getting a big dumpster here tomorrow, and you guys are going to earn your keep up here. No more free land. I got this land. I'm not going to live here for a while. Y'all can live here. You can stay in your little trailer you got here, but you're going to clean. I'm going to come up here. You're going to paint all this spray paint at it right now. They got a shower. 
like outside with a hose that says no stinky pussy spray painted on it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I told him we're not going to live like that. I, I, I could get you guys off it, but I'm going to let y'all stay here, but you're going to clean up. So there's a Netflix thing that's like Bad Roommates. Or it's oh, about yeah. squatters. Right, and I had this lady on there. Do you see where she had like disabled people living in her house, and she was yeah. murdering them and Isn't burying? They call like the worst roommate ever. Yeah, oh, and she I was, did see that. She was that burying them in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was she doing in the backyard? Burying, burying them. Like uh, she would move kill, in, and you were disabled, and she like was still getting them. your check every week for you. And she would open a new room for the new person, and people wonder where you went. She wouldn't say you were dead. She just keep collecting your check for years, and you're burying her backyard. Yeah, that was fun. that was crazy, and that I whole thing that. was crazy. You know, roommates are a crazy thing. Yeah, but. We're living in a world when we were kids, it was like they're strangers, stay away from them. And now we're like, get shit face drunk, take some drugs, and call Uber or a stranger pick you up, take you home safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know these days. Even like, you know, with the police, I always feel like if somebody's getting pulled over and they want to drive to a Walmart or to a gas station with their blinker on and they're not drunk and they're not throwing anything out the window, there's no problem with it. They want to go to a safe place say a woman or somebody was getting pulled over and they're dressed half naked from somewhere and they're in the middle of the interstate somewhere they shouldn't have had to take that chance right a cop shouldn't want to take that chance yeah. we'll just go 30 miles an hour to the next exit and get off and we both protect ourselves yeah sometimes i've gotten pulled over before like um, i was driving to tennessee for a show and i was like going like 100 miles an hour trying to get there in a quick shot and a lady pulled me over and it was like snowing a little bit and she didn't, all she wanted was my ID and just make sure I didn't have anything crazy. She didn't, like, she didn't want to take it to the point where she has checked the car and be there too long. It was like, we make sure you're not a fugitive or something. When she could have said, like, well, you know, you got tattoos, y'all smoke a weed, you got weed in the car, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You got your artist in there. Like, she didn't even want to get into that because there's six or seven of us and there's just her. So it's not a good place in time. So she was just mm-hmm. like, I'm not even going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like sometimes people should, you know, be able to, Go to the safety net or do something like that because, you know, shit happens every day, man, out here. Not mm-hmm. everybody's having a great day. Not everybody's the best kind of person. No. Yeah, man, the shit gets crazy. Especially when cops are, you know, aggro and paid low, not trained well, and they just want to fuck with you or do whatever. So, I mean, a lot of those guys aren't having, you know, don't have the best lives and aren't the happiest fucking well, citizens it's like military, in our society. You know what I'm saying? It's like military. Yeah. It's like a lot of things. Um, but there's a lot of good people out there that are police officers that keep us protected every single day. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot of stuff. They take a lot of chances um, with their life to put us first when they're going home to their kids and their family. So mm-hmm. I always have respect for police. Like when I was younger, I would be, you know, get pulled over and always think it was everyone's against me. Now I'm just like, man, I got 10, pay my ticket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, I was speeding. I'm not going to give you no excuse. Boom. And yeah. I mean, I mostly get okay with the police. They don't really give me any issues. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm pretty vocal for them, too, that I back the blue. But I guarantee if I was doing something illegal, they'd pull me over. And, you know, like a lot of people say, like, this happened, right? This person, so-and-so happened to them, and they got pulled over. But they leave out that, like, they had weapons. They were smoking weed. They don't have no driver's license. Mm-hmm. Car's not registered. Yeah. Like, you know, shit that you're not allowed to be doing. Yeah. You're not allowed to do it. They forget all that from the story. Or they'll be like, you know, a black guy gunned down by a cop. When there's more white people being killed by police officers under Trump and they don't show those numbers. Mm-hmm. More whites have been gunned down by the police. They just show the well, black cases. That's because there's more white people, right? They just show the black cases because the black cases is clickbait and it gets attention. Yeah. They, they definitely do that. They're but there not also gonna, is a lot more white they're people. They're not going to care to be like, yo, Billy Bob got gunned down in his trailer park or in his, in his nice neighborhood fighting <laughs> with his ex. They don't. It's not stories. Yeah. 
They're not it stories. Is. Yeah. It's now the look media. at the mass shooter. Look at the mass shooter. The recent one? Yeah, I posted. What was the story with that guy? In Buffalo. RP yeah. everybody on Buffalo. What was, but what there's was been he? like 10 black mass shooters that haven't hit the news hmm. in the last like two years. Have there? Yeah. I Get my phone over there. I can get it real quick. I can show you a whole list. I posted it today. Yeah, you can go grab it. All right, cool. Yeah, grab it. So, yeah, I'm not sure the camera could pick this up. Send it to, just text it to me and I'll send it to Austin. Okay. I think I have you on my old phone. Oh, yeah, I might not have your new number. I can airdrop it to you, right? Yeah, airdrop it to me. Uh, are you, connected? you don't have to be connected to Wi Fi for that, do you? No, I don't think, think so. so. I think it's uh, Bluetooth. That's crazy because I thought most mass shooters were white people. <laughs> Is that just fake news? Let me see if I have it in here still. I might have deleted it. He said I thought they were most. Watch this. All right, airdrop. It says iPhone. There you go. Got it. iPhone. It's on somebody's. Okay, I got it. Boom. So. This doesn't make the news, though. This type of stuff. So this is... Where did this come from? Where did you get this screenshot? Uh, It was on a news site today. So these are all mass shooters in 2022 that never... The stories never made it, like, to mainstream media. Google one of them. Who's this guy? Google, oh, the Brooklyn subway guy. Oh, that was a fucking crazy story. That was all over the news. Yeah, but not as much as this one. They're not, like, white supremacists. They're not, like, a black supremacist was out. Yeah, they said he was a YouTuber, wasn't he? I think so. Now that was crazy the other day. That wasn't that was a Marxist. Like what happened the other day, that's like a you know, a live video game. That was crazy. I watched the body cam footage of that shooting uh-huh. in Did Buffalo. You really? It was crazy. One of my friends was like, Oh, I found it on T V. I found it on the internet when it was going down and like FaceTime me and I saw it and I'm like I'll never show me that again, pretty much, because like, that was just It was crazy. body f- body cam footage from a cop who showed up there? Yeah, it was like it was footage before the news got it. It was just all over the internet. Someone said, yo, I'm, oh, wow, this is a live shooting going down. Da, 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 and what, da. what happened in the video? Like, what did it show? It just showed, like, they're showing the news now, like him getting out of the car, walking right in, catching his first two people outside, boom, 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 walks inside. What was just, the body cam of the shooter? Yeah, yeah, camera. Oh, you mean he had his own camera? Yeah, it was a camera of the, Holy of the footage. Holy fuck. You didn't see the... the uh, no, I didn't watch it. I didn't see yeah. that either. So see if you can is, pull that up. Yeah, you got... Um, I don't know if I might have viruses on it, but... <laughs> so what was his story? What, what was his... That kid's story? I haven't read much into it yet, but I know they're like, he's a white supremacist, and da 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 Yeah. That's how they're on. Right. I'm not 100% sure that everybody who shot that day was black either. 
but I'm pretty sure there wasn't. I'm pretty sure there was different races. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked into that. It was story. definitely a hate crime just to get out and kill people. Yeah. Not excusing it. I'm just talking about they don't talk about they don't get the same media as everybody else because it doesn't get the attention. It doesn't fit what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to know what the fuck's going on. I think since like on. the Columbine accident years ago, it's like school shooters and shooters are white kids. They made it, yeah. It's like, you know, I've, I've heard so many of my friends that are black playing around, and they'd be like, it's going to grow up to be a school shooter. You know what I'm saying? Or I see, like, mm-hmm. little things. Craziest thing happened today, like, <laughs> I was driving here, right? And there's a car in front of me. It's a truck. And I see somebody, like, hanging out the window. So I'm thinking, like, maybe they're saying, what's up? They see my car. And then as I look, I'm like, I see him with his finger going like this, right? <laughs> So I'm thinking, like, what the going on? This so guy's, what kind of car was it? A truck, like a Tundra. Uh-huh. He's out the window. And he's, like, looking in the window. and boom, boom, <laughs> Right? So I'm like, hmm. Then I look, and it's a four-door, you know, truck. So it's a kid in the back seat. So yeah. I pull around yeah. it, and it's somebody's idiot. child out the window. Oh, my God. All the cars. It's a kid? Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, go to school shooter. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm thinking to myself, like, what the hell's going on? Because I thought it was somebody, like, knew who I was, and they're like, I'm going to shoot you, I'm yeah. like, whatever. I'll go around him. And when I got up to the window, he's out the window looking at me. He didn't do it to me because mm-hmm. he saw the car, and he's looking like, whoa, you know what I mean? But I'm watching him from far back the whole way, just air shooting everything around. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fucking wild, man. And some people video blame games. it on video games, like you are about to say. I never played a video game, but it just Never played of, any video games? No, I'm not in the video game. Never really? in your life? Never. I might have played like some like Blitz or NBA Jam when I was a kid, but not in the games. So I got to be outside of the house. Never. I played with like Michael Vick a little. You don't bit. fuck with the NFL, do you? I go to a lot of the games. I got season do books you? tickets. Okay. Um, because it's more like Forge Out of Blows in the house. That's a great place for independent artists to take five hundred photos with mm-hmm. Patriots and fans of mine. Yeah. Bring my truck outside. I park it all the way up on the hill, and everybody comes outside for the pre-party. And it's like, is that your favorite good. sport to watch? Football, basketball, basketball. They favorite. ruined it. Put Black Lives Matter on the basketball court. I yeah, stand that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I still watch hit or miss games, but it's well, too much. the NBA's got a way better commissioner than the NFL does. I think that guy's way better. For well, sure. I feel like the thing that they did in the basketball was just crazy. It's like, you know, what, imagine if play. I had a white NBA basketball team. What's that? What if I had like a white basketball league? White basketballs matter on the basketball court. I don't think that's right. Just to write that on the thing. Obviously, we know Black Lives Matter, Jewish Lives Matter, Spanish people matter, Mexican. I think that was right? more of a corporate thing that they did. I mean, obviously, it's super hypocritical, but I think it's more but of like they're a, they're like so American, right? But their whole it's thing's all about in China. Money. It's all about money. LeBron's like exactly. stop the stands, but he's got every Chinese person in the world making his yeah. shoes and clothes, right? So pro American, LeBron. Yeah. How much true. money are you donating to uh, George Floyd's family? Right. You know? Yeah. Well, the thing is about, like, people like him. Well, I mean, he's kind of an excited. He really doesn't have much of an excuse. But, like, a lot of these guys, like, a lot of these young NBA players and NFL players, these guys fucking aren't paying attention to politics. Not at all. They just see that fucking this black dude got fucking his throat kneeled on by a cop for eight minutes, got killed. And they see that every the same other black dude every that other put a gun to a pregnant person's belly, like right. But they just see before right, that. But, but they don't know. They don't but look I'm into just saying, it. They should look into it. They get but they, the why? miscommunication. Why though? Because their fucking job is to play basketball or to play football. Like their job but is that's being the better. Their job is to weed the kids that look up to them in the community. There's a lot of people that look yeah, up to these people, right? But someone like LeBron. So like, Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse gets out. Mm. He's free. 
and LeBron is making fun of him the whole time on the stand, eating Skittles, sour Skittles, yeah, just crying. Yeah. And, uh, right. When does he have the right to do that to somebody's child? When, if that was a African-American kid up there fighting for his life, he would not have been acting like that. And to say if I was like, oh, look at no, that of course dude. Not. Look at that dude crying and laughing right. and doing all this. LeBron, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you on LeBron. But I'm talking about most other NBA well, most kids. Of, most, most of these kids are in their early 20s. But most of those kids, millions of dollars. But most of those kids aren't the ones taking a stand. It's the bigger players in the league forcing them to take a stand. I don't know. I mean, why Kaepernick? Say, let's, do, let's go football. Yeah, Kaepernick. Right? Cap. He's Cap. He's Cap. What did Antonio Brown say about him? He's all Cap. He's an indoor cat. He's not an yeah. outdoor. He ain't in the street. He said. <laughs> Funny thing is, Antonio I was so Brown's pissed when the Bucks lost Antonio Brown. I know. Me too, he's bro. like the Trump of football. I was so pissed. Like, bro. I love him. He's a Trump of football. He's so like wild, literally bro. no. He's like the Allen Iverson with the Donald Trump mix. Yeah. Like to walk off. The way he did, threw his stuff in the crowd, threw his shit. In the but crowd. it's like ama- he's amazing. He is. You amazing. know what I'm saying? And somebody would definitely pick him up. When you have raw talent and sell tickets raw and make money, talent, bro. you're gonna get picked up. Someone gonna pick him up. You think? I, don't I think know somebody will, should man. pick him up. He, he said the other day that Pittsburgh. he wants, to, but not play, just retire. Yeah, he there. wants to retire at Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, he has I think the he best still has years in him. He's a stud. I'm saying. Something happened with him and Brady. You know, Brady got him over yeah. here at the Bucks. I don't know. I mean, I know he was living in Brady's house for a yeah. little bit, people were saying. Brady hooked him up with Tony season. Robbins to try mm-hmm. to get his mind right. But I saw videos of him going through with his girl online. And, like, He's sometimes, wild, you know, I was signed to NFL football player before Thomas Jones. He's an NFL running back. You know, when everybody thinks rich white family of mine made my career, I was signed to NFL football player that got me started and put his money into me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's wild. That's a lot of people don't really know. That's my first deal. And um, that's who really helped me. Who was it? Thomas Jones. He was a running back for the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Bears. Me and him don't have any talking, you know what I'm saying? We're not cool with each other. But yeah. I matter his political beliefs or whatever, I would never shit on him, anything I ever got on him, because yeah. he gave me an opportunity when nobody would. I signed for free. I took an opportunity. He had me out here doing songs in French Montana, a little dirk. Had me living in his mansion, driving his Rolls Royces, Aston Martins. So when people think like, oh, it's mommy and daddy money, I was living with Thomas Jones, mm-hmm. NFL football player. You feel me? Tell me, hey, I left. I'm late to practice. My Lamborghini broke down on the interstate. Go pick it up, or you know what I mean? I need you to watch this. So anybody who ever believes in you to put their own money in, do you got to respect them? Mm-hmm. Um, but the concussions and stuff were crazy, I know, because Dude, especially I, used to have conver- I used to have conversations with Thomas Jones. He's similar to, like, the same build as, to- as uh, Antonio Brown. Oh, really? Same small kind of guy? Kind of small, like my height made, but he's big, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, he was from Virginia. His family and mom were coal miners. You remember, he had coal miner's son on his chest. His brother was Julius, Jer- uh, Julius um, Jones. He played for the Cowboys. Um but I learned a lot off seeing him. You know what I mean? I saw how much money he was getting, what he was spending. We'd go to the club. We didn't want to spend a couple stacks on rap, but we could spend 10 bands on bottles. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was just like the lifestyle of having. So my point was a lot of people in the football, they want to be rappers. So Antonio Brown, like deep down, wants to be a rapper. He's yeah. got this song, I'm from the Dirt, Not the Palace or oh something. The Pit, not the, pit the not the Palace. Yeah. And that joins hard. Yeah. The video is <laughs> hard. It's hard. Like, I like it. Like, I would do a feature with him. I think he would be pro Trump. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, probably. I, saw he I love it. how he dropped it the minute he ran off the field. Yeah, I'm from the yeah. pit. You know, he's got, a like good, he's got a good PR guy. He's a marketer. Oh, yeah. He probably well, set that up. it's not him. Up. It's somebody else, probably. But the end of the day is like when I was signed to Thomas Jones, we used to have conversations, and then he would just completely forget what we were talking about. Yeah. And say, well, what, 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 my bad, bro, what were we talking about? Yeah. Well, because the, they put their body on the line. 
Yeah. The point I was I was getting at before with like the young younger guys, like in the NBA, for example, like when they put those big Black Lives Matter things across the floor on each side of the court, and they put those things on the jersey. These kids who are like 19, 20 years old that are just like their dream is coming true. They're in the NBA or they're in the NFL. They're making almost, you know, say it's 500 grand to like $4 million for the first time in their lives. When I was 20 years old, I didn't know fuck all about politics, That's nor did saying. I care. I didn't know about it either. I agree. That's what I tell people. Right. It took me till you start making real money to get it. And they're making real money. That's the first day they're in it. But if the company that's paying me a million dollars and making me famous and is fulfilling every dream and, well, then all, you're selling and, out and every it. other guy and every other guy I'm playing with is doing the same thing. You think thing? a Charlie Chris came to me right now and said, Well, I'll give you half a million dollars and make a song about me and push it, I'll do it. Yeah, but you're not these guys. You're different. You're you're mm. you're thirty seven years old. You've mm. learned you you're educated. You know what yeah, I said. you're paying attention to things. These guys these guys have tunnel vision. But I'm they're a, focusing on basketball. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you on it. I'm agreeing yeah. with you that it's the first opening. But I think that when you make your first amount of money is when you really start to really realize about taxes and do things the right way, um, take care of whatever debts you have. Um, I feel like people start to mature when they start to get money. So these guys are young, just getting that yeah. first check. I'm telling you like that, like I'm agreeing with you. It didn't wait till I was like 30-something to care about political stuff or care about what's going on. It may take you to have a child. I know you have kids, but you have a child to realize, okay, well, I'm going to pay attention more because mm-hmm. this has to go with my kid's future right. or what's going on. So like I agree. They're in tunnel vision. They're just playing their sports. But the upper people know a lot better, and they should For know sure. a lot better. I think they mature once you get the money and you lose it. I think when you're young and you get the money, it fucking it? sends you even even crazier down the immature lane. I think, I think, it, it makes I, you think I was able to paint such a crazy lifestyle when I almost didn't even have the money. When I got the money, everything's boring to me. Uh. And I'm able to, like, I was with Thomas Jones. I was with all this stuff. I seen this. I done been to shows. I don't live the lifestyle. It was like, right now, if I drove around in a Honda Civic, like an old car, people would think, like, well, he's got some cars somewhere else. You know what I mean? I don't get the points. Like, oh, he's got a Rolls Royce, like you said. Like, well, you know, you're not diff- you're different. You're a cover model trader. Like, just because I came auto trade, I mean, I had to buy my own Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. No one's just going to give you nothing. People got to realize that. That's a lot of problem. People are not going to. Now, I've been blessed to see some nice things, so I know what nice things feel like. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of my homeboys, instead of giving them money, I'll take them on a road with me. I'll take them to a show. Sometimes people only go five blocks their whole life. Yeah, it's crazy. They know the corner store. They know where they go to the hoop, the YMCA. They know the street. They got the clubs. They know their school. They know their neighborhood. They go. They have this car wash. They go the same five blocks at 10 blocks and then maybe one vacation to Tallahassee or Miami with their yeah. family. I got homies, bro, in our 30s and they've never been on airplanes. Yeah. By airplane. Same. They were flying. I'm like, yeah. They're like, I ain't never been on a plane, bro. I hop on a private plane. They're like, nervous. Ooh. You know what I mean? I'm on a jet. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They look, it's like changed people's lives. The smallest thing. Giving someone a little opportunity instead of just knocking them down, I feel is big. Mm-hmm. You know, then I do a lot of stuff for people and then I realize who's going to make it through who's not mm-hmm. some people got all the talent in the world as soon as i pull my plug on them back to square one because they can't do it without somebody telling them you can do it and doing it for them yeah all, all you about who you're surrounded with facts mm-hmm. so i surrounded myself with some pretty well-known people um some billionaires couple millionaires and um nobody ever gave me a cent but they gave me hell of opportunity mm-hmm. and i took advantage of all the opportunity i could get and it takes 10 years to be overnight success so it goes i'm 10 years in the game and people look at me like man you did it but everyone's success is different. So like what you might want to do with your life might not be make money and do songs with Rick Ross and no Donald Trump and drive nice cars and 
it might just be with peace of mind, which is cool. You know what I mean? Some people like want to rap. They'd be like, they would do anything just to get a million views. Right. Or just to get a feature or even have a picture with a big name artist. Like, yeah. Oh man, I want to meet Kodak. I got a song with Kodak. It's cool. I rock with Kodak, but it's not like my daily thing. That's how I was like when I did the stuff with Ross, I wanted to like, that was like my dream. And then when I got done with it, I was like, what's next? I talk about it here and there, but that was like my pitch at one time. People, I got a song with Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do music, take me serious. The Magdalene doesn't care about a song with Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about that. That's not my pitch. The pitch is like, what are you changing? What are you doing for the country? So when a lot of these other people hit me up still to do features, they're like, why are you charging for verses? I'm a patriot. Like, you ain't spend $250,000 like I did. You know what I mean? You're not invested. You didn't take a career risk. You see it working. I never seen you at a Trump rally. I never seen you in the streets. Mm-hmm. I never seen you out here with people doing that. You just want to sit on your camera with a green screen and shoot music videos and go viral off what we're doing. I'm not rocking with that. Get out there in your, your city. I'm not going to a different city taking their rally. I'm doing my own rallies here. Mm-hmm. I took my truck and started saying, everybody want to come, come. I started getting thousands of people showing up. So many people, they were nervous and had to delete me. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to say that it's a cult. Because you can form a group of people that could go do something. It could maybe do harm to people. That's why we have to delete you pretty much. So it's not so much your political views. It's that you're telling thousand people to show up somewhere. And you're demanding that you guys take the country back. And in hmm. words, hmm. take the country back doesn't mean I'm going to go run in the White House tomorrow. It means like, we're taking the country back. Oh, in the Vice article, they said something about a song that you did that you were saying, like, let's go to war or something. What was, yeah. that? What was that song? It's a song I have now for my boy Enrique who was locked up. And it just said, Patriots, we ready for war, right? But it's just like, tell mom I'm coming home. It's like any big song. Like, war could be anything. We are at war. We're not at war like we're going to go hurt somebody. We're just fighting. We're at war with each other? Not so much at each other. We're just at war fighting for our freedom, we feel. Freedom of speech is gone. It's like, people could take anybody's words and flip them into something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can take mm-hmm. it and run with it how they want to run with it. So they try to make a big thing out of it. And I, I didn't really like that. They asked me about it because they wanted me to be like, yeah, it's wartime. What's up? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Which I want to do. I'm ready for whatever. Tell yeah. Big Trump I'm ready for war. Yeah. I'm ready for war. Ready for they comp- stole yeah. our election and we're ready to take the next one back. Right. Not saying that I'm ready to go get a bunch of guns and start a whole war. Yeah. But that's how they try to take like little things you do and make it a blow it out of proportion. Yeah. Like, well, what about? You know, six nine, I'll shoot you in your face. Like, right, yeah, right. Go talk to him. Yeah. What about envy a young boy? You know what I'm saying? What about all these rappers that are rapping actually getting killed mm-hmm. in their own cities? Yeah. And then they're pussy because they don't got security. What about Dolph? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. See, Dolph, I got a lot of love for Dolph because he's independent with it. He was grinding like me, built it up from the bottom. Um, I've watched documentaries where they said that he had people who might have investors and this and that. It doesn't matter if you have somebody. If somebody wants to invest in you, that's a, amazing. You mean to tell me? I got he, to, he made a song. Didn't he make a song? He was like, some people tried to kill him, and he was. He made a whole song basically making fun of him for not well, being able to kill him. Well, 100 shots. Whole, yeah. You missed a, how the hell you missed a whole 100 shots. <laughs> but that's how he was, you know, we, you got to put that 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 um that persona on when you want to be that dude. Right. When I go to D.C., I'm not out there like, oh, man, I'm from the Internet. Everyone's going to see me. Yeah. Someone's not going to like me. Oh, there's BLM. I better go. Yeah. I'm outside. What's up? Yeah. You're going to kill me in broad daylight, and I'm going out like this. That's how I'm going to go out. You, I can't, think, you don't uh, know when your time's coming. You just got to live. But all these other people that just have all these opinions are not even there. I don't want to hear it. You're mm-hmm. not there. You're not seeing these people. Mm-hmm. You don't know me personally to know 
my life story, how much shit I got to go through, how much free money I really get. You know what I mean? I, you think if I was getting free checks, I'd be out here selling baseball caps and say mega on them and my T-shirts and my CDs? Think I'd give a shit if someone just said, here's millions of dollars, man. Yeah. Think I'd care about my country? No, I'd be one street away at the beach chilling all day, not caring about nothing. I built an empire. I built a brand. I got to stand for something. I got people that look to me and say, blow, what's next? They can't go to Trump. They might never meet Trump in their life, but they're mm -hmm. going to meet me at a rally. Yeah. So they look at me as like, yo, well, Blow's here. And I got respect for Blow. So I got a lot of people dependent on me. I can't stop. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think uh, I think if anything, anyone's realized over the last, over the, since the time that Trump left and Biden's come in, I think what it's done is sort of like shown how much of a fucking mind virus the woke shit is. You know, I think there's more independent there's more independent people coming up. You know, the mainstream media, people don't don't trust it as much. There's more independent people like us that are coming up doing their own whatever it might be, podcasts or like interview shows or documentary series on YouTube or or whatever it might be. Most amazing podcasts have come up more than anything. Crazy really. podcasts. And and everybody can there's no gatekeepers. You can just you can have a voice, talk about for whatever now. the fuck you want. For, for now. For now. Yeah. Because they they there was no gatekeepers that rap at one time. You know? When? Yeah. In the very beginning, I think there was a gatekeeper with rap, like being independent. The labels. But I don't have a label. I'm billboarding and going on charts and my right. albums are selling. Yeah. But in the beginning, early, there was labels. Like There was labels, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm just trying 70s to, yeah, I'm just trying to say, well, back then it was like they had 20 artists. They gave you 20 artists. Right. We got DMX. We got Jagged Edge for R&B. And these people you're going to listen to. We got Cameron, yeah. Dipset. That was law. Whatever they get, no limit. Whatever they put in front of you was law. You had to play it. Mm -hmm. One of Park gave you ten songs. That's the ten songs you're gonna put on a CD and bump. Right now, like you're now, to you say, can listen to whatever you want. So I think podcasts has grown. I just feel like at one time they're gonna make it so like, oh, you can't talk about this anymore. This can't be on Apple. Oh, well, like, they're already doing that. I feel like yeah. they're gonna start monitoring and be a little bit of a gatekeeper of what they're mm -hmm. doing. I think this is the best thing ever. If you have a podcast talking about how much you love or hate Trump or politics or me, at least you're doing something with your life. I'm all mm -hmm. for you. Right. I don't care. Everybody can have their own opinion. But I feel like when I have my own opinion, it's a big problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, I think the big, biggest thing that's getting exposed and sort of like getting hung out to dry is, is the woke shit. I don't know. Maybe that ju is just me no, and, and I my think bubble. But I think, I think across the board, I think people on the left are starting to realize how much of a fucking mind virus that was. thousand percent. I got people that hit me up now and they're like, Blow, where you been? I'm like, my IG got deleted. And they're like, damn. Yeah. Like, what? I'm like, yeah, they banned me from social media. Yeah. They're like, Man, they went too far with that, man. Feel me? That's exactly what they say. Mm -hmm. they, they went too far banning you. Should have been able to talk how you want to talk. Have you heard? Have you heard of the thing called? Have you heard of horseshoe theory? No. So there's this podcast. I heard this girl on this podcast. It's called the IDG podcast. It's fucking great, and she brings up this thing called horseshoe theory, and basically it's the story of the bootlegger and the Baptist, or I think mm -hmm. it's, it's the Baptist and the bootlegger. What do the Baptist and the bootlegger have in common? They both want alcohol to be illegal the baptist wants it to be illegal for moral and religious reasons the bootlegger wants it to be illegal so he so can make sell money it. selling it yeah. right so the kkk and woke leftists there's a uh the kkk and the woke they both want segregation there was this story of a school in colorado they had a playground where they they pick a certain time of day every week mm -hmm. for children of color to play 
I swear to God, it's a real story. You could probably find it. Find it, Austin. Find the school. Man, I got to find you. Whoever giving you your TV show, you to put me on three different shows bro, that you to check out. Bro, there's I'm a, still watching Ozark. There's a legit <laughs> yeah. school in Colorado who has a time of day every week for children of children of color to play only. That's terrible. It's fucking segregation. So it's terrible. a horseshoe theory. That's a, that's what the KKK wants. That's terrible. How fucking crazy is that? That's terrible. Anyways, that's horseshoe theory, and it fucking blew my mind when I. Heard but that. I like the idea. You know, they want to be able to sell the alcohol. They want it for more reasons. Yeah, but that's for different reasons. Yeah, that, you know, like, completely, di- completely opposite ends of the spectrum. They come to the same fucking conclusion. Wow. So this is. Colorado enter elementary school accused of segregation over playground for families of color. And this is legit. Yeah, it's legit. Scroll up, Austin. And What's the, the name? Parents, of this? the parents aren't throwing a fit about this. this is, okay, this is Daily Mail. Scroll down. Denver, Colorado Elementary School has sparked outrage with segregated playtime for families of color at its playground. Uh, the Centennial Elementary School organized the equity event for families of color to gather and play on December 8th. But critics have, yeah. But it's a real fucking thing. That's I don't know if they're thing. still doing it or not. Do, still doing it, it or seems not, like but they it's are. a real this fucking thing. This is a thing. new message. Or Somebody new, had the idea to do this. When was this from? 2021? 2021, yeah. Maybe not. But how fucking wild is that? That's what yeah. we. That's what but, we. But I think. It, we're, I but we're still having problems, no matter what, with everything. Nothing's ever going to be um, all the way done right. But that's just disgusting that we still have people that think like that. Yeah. You know, that's what people don't think. Like I try to tell people, MAGA has no color. Like I told you, when I came in here, they're all like, "Oh, there goes blow their white supremacists." My, all my friends are black, and they're Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. And if they're kind of the white boys that I'm with, they're still urban white boys like myself. They don't show that on these these messages. You know, Vice and I was with two black people for my Vice interview. They didn't put them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, they're all they're trying to. They're they, trying I'm to saying pedal they I, were there with me at the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about us, Blow and two of his friends, African American. They friends, talked about how much they they said you drank gallons of Dr Pepper every day. <laughs> Yeah, they no. I told them I was on it. Really? The Mountain Dew. They said that. Oh, this guy drink. <laughs> he said, "Blow, who drinks gallons of Coke and Dr Pepper every day and eats because Hooters." They, yeah, I go to Hooters every day. But they said I was making a bet with my friend if I had a soda, I got to pay him a thousand dollars. But I told him I don't drink it because they were like, "Let's get a drink." And I could. The lady, the reporter, she smoked. So she was like, "You got any weed?" And I'm like, "I'll smoke." And they were like, "You know, you don't do drugs." They came for three days and they left two days day early because I wasn't entertaining enough. Yeah. Then they wanted to come to my house and they were mad at I let them come to my house in the long run. You but didn't let them come to your no, house. No, but should I let them come? Should I should I go to their house? The reason so it was Easter, and yeah. I forgot it was Easter and I had oh, my really? whole family there. Oh really? So I was like, my family's at Easter. I need you to come to my house. Yeah. What do you need to come to my house for? Yeah. You're already writing a hit smash piece on me. Right. I took you to the studio. <laughs> took you to my cars. They said they want to see some cars. I'll pull six, seven cars up, tell me where you want me to meet you. You mm-hmm. do a vlog. Why you want to come in my house for? What are you yeah. going to put in my house and leave there? Yeah. You don't need to come to my house. I don't know you like that. Yeah. But I was going to let them come, but they didn't understand. They were pissed about that. Were they really? Yeah, they were pissed about it. But I had my sister who came in town, uh, her husband, her my my nephews, my mom. I had about 10 people in town. I forgot it was Easter Sunday because, you know, you guys work like me. You're not thinking like, oh, I got a holiday coming up. You're just uh. working. Then everybody's like, yo, it's a holiday. You're like, oh, uh. okay. So I'll be there, and there was an issue, and they were like, they were kind of, I think, pissed off about it, but hmm. why you need to come to my house? You want to see where I take a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they wanted to fucking bug it? party, go and hang out in the pool or something. I wanted to bug it. The bug, oh, to bug your house. Who knows what they wanted to do? Yeah. 
Well, bro, I, thanks for doing this, man. I sweep my Rolls Royce after they got out of every bug. Did really? you really? Yeah. <laughs> Took a little roll. They say run over sweep this joint for me one time. Dude, it's funny. If you, you read the comments anything? on any Vice video now, it's just like they fucking any any post Vice does, especially on Instagram, just read the fucking comments. They just well, they I, shit on them I, so hard I enjoy it. So- I enjoyed that, you know, people like, you know, even someone like, you know, me and you might have every same view, but we could still be cool. See yeah. each other four years later and still yeah. be like, you know, like not saying you like Trump or not, but you might not be a diehard Trumper or whatever. Right. But you could still be like, I like Blow. He can cut on my podcast. Hell yeah. And chop it up with me and have a, you know, discussion about stuff. That's, yeah. you know, people don't do that these days. So yeah. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the listeners. Hell yeah, yeah man. Appreciate everybody. Coming. Tell everyone watching or listening where they can find your shit if they don't already know. Uh, YouTube, 4G Auto Blow, F O R G I A T O Blow. And then Instagram, um, it's Mayor Blow, and uh, Forge Auto Blow USA for some merch. And make sure you follow these boys; they're doing a good job. I, I mean, I know y'all are huge, but I remember back when you were working with Ben and all these yeah. people. Y'all were doing y'all thing, mm-hmm. and um, it's just great to see you guys like get out of that situation, whatever, and then still keep your stuff. Because I feel like when people start, they have like a key factor of what they're building off. You yeah, know I mean? for sure. That's what y'all. You got to find somebody. That's why some people come to me. It's like he's entertaining. Whatever. So I thought it was super cool when y'all started doing your own thing, and look where it's built, man. It's like y'all are doing y'all the next thing up. I feel. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Yes, appreciate sir. it. Appreciate cool. y'all. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Peace.